right? We are back yeah. <laughs> on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. My name is Dirty Mike. And I'm the Big Ugly. And we are in the mansion sitting live one more time with... Jam and Jason. Jam and Jason, welcome back. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. You wearing that Fantastic. Baltimore Orioles shirt? I'm trying. Yeah, I'm shooting for win 10 tonight. We, we need to get into double digits, yes, don't double we? digits. Oh, my like goodness. 9 and 27? Something like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> we are, or possibly were, one of the worst teams in baseball. I yep. think the Cincinnati Reds were the only team that had a... Uh, record lower than ours, or better, worse than ours at one point in time. Yeah. Have we beaten them? Are we the worst team in baseball right now? I have to check. I kind of phased out about a week or two ago. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the confetti went out last night, and it, like the whole fireworks went off when we won the ninth <laughs> game of the season. Yeah. That's pretty bad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but the Baltimore Orioles, we are hometown fans. We will support them. We will support, uh, actually, we'll support the Washington Capitals. Let me throw this out there. They are in the Eastern Conference Final. They beat Pittsburgh. They beat the Penguins. Uh, and now they're one step closer to the Stanley Cup. i got to say I'm a big fan. I want to just throw that out there. Go Caps. Rock the red. All Caps. All right? All right. But before I go any further, before we go any further, Big Ugly, we have to introduce our very special guest. He is live in the mansion for the first time. When he came in, he took his shoes off. When he came in, he was looking around. He's still looking around. He admires the mansion in all 27 rooms. He has been a guest on the podcast before. He is a guest again. Uh, I, I love this guy. I'm a respect this guy. I'm a fan of this guy. He taught he, us how to eat cheesesteaks and lose weight. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we did talk about that. And I still love cheesesteaks to this day. And I am down 40 pounds from when I had that cheesesteak conversation. So my, my man, the one and only Mason Walls, welcome to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. I'm so glad to be here. So glad to be uh, amongst you gentlemen. Uh, like I said, I had to take my shoes off. Respect the mansion. It has a lot, a lot of good stuff up in here. Like from posters to belts to, oh my goodness. It's just, I'm blown away. So I, I, I'm a wrestling fan here in the mansion. We all absolutely. are. So uh, not to put down any wrestling fans that you are or anybody else is, but this is just how I roll. And this is how we roll here in the mansion. Uh, you know, Chris Burns, you know Chris Burns. He's gotten lost in this mansion before. Um, he's actually gotten arrested because he was out there in the world, and I don't know what <laughs> happened to him. So Chris Burns, hopefully he's uh, still out on parole and not breaking that parole. Um, we're going to have to hear from him one day down the road. But Mason, thank you. Welcome to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. How you feeling today, man? I'm great, man. I'm in, I'm in good spirits. I'm in a good mood. Uh, I, I'm glad I'm here in person this time versus uh, over the phone when I did it the very first time. I feel, did. I feel at home right now. You guys he's you at make home. me feel at That's home. That's good. You know? That's good. So this will be my time. home for the... Uh, for the time being. For the time being, the time that's being. right. And uh, we are going to also have the mansion as the home for our 50th podcast. This is number 49, Big Ugly. This is it, man. Going to number 50. Number 50, which is going to be May the 20th in between 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. So if you have been a past guest on the podcast and you know where the mansion is, you are invited. Um, if you don't know where the mansion is and you have been a past guest, send me a private message on Facebook and I will tell you. Uh, also, the phone numbers that you've called in, the uh, Dirty Ugly Wrestling phone number and also my cell phone number, uh, Dirty Mike's cell phone number, call in. I think we're going to be on Facebook Live for at least one segment of it, Big Ugly. Yes. We're going to record it uh, for some other possibilities like YouTube, but we're always on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and, and TuneIn Tune Radio. Radio. That's right. And we're going to be Facebook Live. So 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Sunday, May 20th, live from the mansion, the 50th episode of the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. And Mason, you are invited back as well. I appreciate it. Because now you are a two-time, two-time 
guest on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling. Absolutely. So, gentlemen, Big Ugly, Jam and Jason, uh, we're going to take this podcast in segment number one. We usually break it up into three. You know, one, two, three. That's what the wrestling is. Count it. Segment one, we are going to shoot with the gun show. Now, I know we've done behind the curtain, behind the storm, behind this, but it just makes sense to say shooting with the gun show. And he's wearing the shirt, too. You're primping your own merch. And by the way, you can get this merch somewhere. Can you get that merch somewhere? The Absolute, Gun Show t-shirt? Absolutely. Why don't you tell us right now and tell us later? Where well, can you find that Gun Show merchandise? Well, I still have a whole lot of them. So the thing is, you can get them at uh, any show that I attend. If you want to shoot me a message over uh, Facebook, Mason Walls. I have um, a fan page, The Gun Show Mason Walls. So shoot me a message there. There, IG at TGS Mason Walls. And um, on Twitter as Mason Walls 90. So... Either or, shoot, shoot me a message and we'll work a deal out. That sounds great. And, and that's much better than, you know, and we, we love CM Funk when he comes on the show too, but he's hashtag no hashtag, no social media, no, no Facebook, whatever. Media. You can find him on his church directory or whatever the case oh, may be. That's, that's, that's hard. But that's Mason hard. Wallace said everything, so we're going to get on to that later on. So definitely pick up the gun show merchandise. There's a nice ticket on the front. Big ticket. Big ticket, and it's got the guns on it because you, you need your tickets to the gun show. Yes. That's what we need. I'm serving tickets inside the ring and out. I, that that, that belongs on a t-shirt right <laughs> There. So, Jam and Jason, you've seen this man in action. Yeah. Uh, Big Ugly, you've seen this man in action too. I have. Um, now, let's let's shoot a little bit. I'm gonna take the reins, uh, but feel free to jump in anywhere, gentlemen, because there's a couple of things we're gonna talk about. Uh, shooting with the Gun Show, and then later on, we're gonna talk about the greatest WWE Royal Rumble. We're gonna talk about Backlash, maybe a little bit about the Superstar Shakeup. Maybe we'll throw in 205 Live, Jam and Jason. Uh, Is it still alive? No, it's dead. But well, wait a minute. Let me let me throw something out. Jam and Jay said it's dead. He said it's dead. But let me throw out something on two hundred five live. I was watching it because a local flavor, Mister Alan Clayball, also known as AC Wolf, and known on two hundred five live as Keith Clayball, took on Tony Nice. And this was uh, recently on two hundred five live, and you can catch it on the WWE Network. Uh, Alan Clayball, this man, I've had a chance to work with him. He is such a stand-up guy in the independent wrestling organization. He's a hard worker. He's a good worker. Uh, and he sold his ass off for Tony Nese. And Tony Nese whipped his ass. Right. But he got on the WWE. He was working for him for a couple of days. You know, He was getting uh, cash and checks, as they say. So got to give a shout-out to the indie flavor, man. Mason, you know who this is. Yes, sir. Um, actually, I was supposed to have a match with him uh, sometime last year. Mm-hmm. During, uh, one of the uh, shows I did for BCW, Baltimore Championship Wrestling. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, some stuff happened. Didn't so work out. Didn't didn't work out. So you know, but whatever. I still see him. You but know, you know who he is, of course. And definitely. he's a stand-up kid, man. And, and he and I in SWO, Susquehanna Wrestling Organization. As a matter of fact, uh, he was having a match. He has one of their championships, the Uprising Championship. And he's kind of cheating to win at this point in time. Mm-hmm. You know, AC Wolf is uh, kind of getting under the you know low blows and uh, the posts and everything like that. So uh, I took it upon myself as the ring announcer, you know, Mikey D, to interview him and say, what the hell is wrong with you, man? You're cheating these fans out of championship matches. What's going on? And he basically got in my face and he said, you know... Don't call me AC Wolf anymore. That's not my name. It's just AC period. And I don't know where he's going with that, but I was just like, hey, man, you got a championship max next time. Whatever, whatever. I turned around. Boom! Championship belt right to the back of the head. And it nailed me right into the ring as well. So it got my throat on the ring so I couldn't talk for the rest of the night. So the voice was silenced. So um, even though I'm not hating right now because he was on WWE. So you know what? God bless Alan Clayball. (laughs) And maybe, maybe he'll keep 205 alive, Jamie Jason. Rebirth. The rebirth. That's right. The rebirth. Two oh five live. I can't believe yeah. this. Um, so uh, big ugly. 
let me just uh, go into you. You haven't seen this man in a while. It's been a while, Mason Walls. So it's been over a year. So been over a year at this point. I know we have a lot to talk about. So initially, what are your questions for the returning Mason Walls, the Gun Show? What is your question? Well, since we're shooting this time, we're shooting, um, man. Man, let's just start at the beginning. How'd you get your start? Well, I got my start at uh, EWA Uh, in twenty. 2010 or 2011 late 2010 early 2011 i first stepped into a ring mm-hmm. so um because of uh, life in general and like, stuff like that um i was pretty much back and forth so uh I, i'd come in for a certain amount of time leave then come back leave and then i finally got it together in like 2015 2015 i was uh committed to wrestling i was um you know, committed to training and uh, committed to make it work this time. So I believe I would be much more of a veteran right now if I had stayed from, uh, mm-hmm. you know, 2010 till, you know, yeah. up until uh, my departure. So, but life happens. Yeah, life happens. So uh, since 2015, been training. And ever since I got put on my first show, I just went. And you're still working. Yeah, still, still work. I have a show this Saturday. That's right. Where are you happy show Saturday? Um, I will be in Florida Saturday. Ooh, uh, nice. by, I by saw the, that on your Facebook. Yeah, I think. By <laughs> Evolution Wrestling. Um, I will be participating in uh, their first annual. I think it's the first one. Uh, their Royal Spring Rumble. Mm, and I nice. plan to win it. <laughs> now is that very much like a Royal Rumble where it starts off with a yeah. couple competitors and a battle royal and elimination yeah. style? It should be yes. And you it plan on winning? I it. I plan on winning it. I'm the guy for that. Now, is there, is there a cooling off period for the gun show in Florida, or is it going to be as hot as it is here it's, in Maryland and on it, the East Coast? It's probably going to be as hot. If not, if not hot. <laughs> it's Florida, man. It's Florida. Yeah, it's it is Florida. Florida. It's always some sun in Florida. So, with that being said, uh, I plan on going down there and, you know, kicking a couple folks in the head, maybe. <laughs> you know, putting these guns to use. That's you know, right. Whatever I can do. And we're we all about gun control here on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. We've actually talked about the gun issue, but this is a gun show. This is a completely different issue. Completely. Um, so, uh, Jam and Jason, you remember uh, Mason Wallace. You've seen him in competition individually, but you also remember seeing him as a tag team, that's, don't that's you? That's what I was going to ask you. Fill us in. What happened? Yeah. Um, there you go. <laughs> well, the gun show was originally a tag team. That's right. That was put together when uh, me and my partner, Jeff Wayman, were mm-hmm. at EWA. Uh, we both had a lot of similarities, and... Um, it was uh it was talked about putting us together because um I actually liked training with him a lot back then because you know he seemed just like me so you know it, it was only natural that we got put together we were like two of the most athletic guys there That's so true. just like let's put these guys to get uh put these guys together but you know we had to come up with a name mm-hmm. you know and then one of our buddies um Logan aka Jason, Jason Drake, Drake. <laughs> Loge. Um, yeah, yeah, many yeah. times on the podcast, and we miss you, Loge. We're gonna get back you on. Go ahead. Yes, sir. So he he stood right next to me and Jeff and said, "Why don't you guys call yourselves the Gun Show?" <laughs> and he just flexed right yeah, in front of us. He did flexed. that. Yes, exactly. That's that's gimmick, baby. Go so ahead. So that that's what happened there. Um, so I was digging it. I'm like, all right, let's you know, let's do this. Let's uh, let's. Let's get to working. Like, let's get to work. Like, why not? But um, and it made sense because I mean, you guys are you know well built, very athletic, right. and you know as far as uh, the training aspect, you guys were very very hard on the training Absolutely. aspect. So when you hear about like the gun show, it just made sense, and you know, and you see both of these guys' arms. You know, it makes sense when you see their bodies and their arms. But uh, you know, it's just, that was the beginning. That's just the name. So tell us how you developed into the characters, and tell us how you developed into the gun show as a tag team. And then, as Jason Jam and Jason said, tell us what happened. What happened? All right. So. <laughs> <clears throat> Not to uh, be too long-winded. That's fine, it. man. We we uh tangents here on the we trained <laughs> we trained together a lot. Yeah. So you know we just were uh, really focused on our training, really uh, focused on trying to get the team to be to be uh, you know as 
best as possible. Sure. Together, you know, so we try to be in sync as much as possible and everything else. So we trained a lot. We trained a lot until eventually we got put on our first um, our first show, which was a house show. That's at right. The, uh, at the school. Right at the pain factory. Yep. The free practice session. Yeah, free practice session. Session. And, um, yes, fine. And ever since uh, ever since then, I felt like you know we had people behind us. So it's yeah. just like all right, we have a good foundation and. We're good right now. Let's let's keep going. Let's keep going. So we You guys uh, got yourselves over at that show. I can't remember how you were booked on that show. Were you guys booked as faces or heels? We were booked as faces. Yeah. That's you know? what so I thought. Everybody faces, loved us yeah. when, when we came out because you know we were something different. Yeah. Uh, they haven't seen us before and they want to see what, what we you know what we're bringing to the And you both had so much charisma. And I mean Absolutely. granted the first time you guys went out there might have been a little disconnected, a little sloppy in places, yeah. but there was yeah. a lot of charisma and everybody was backing you. Absolutely, absolutely. So from from then on we went on to uh, compete at our first uh, our first show show for EWA right. in uh, May of 2016. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what I saw. In Parkville, yeah. Maryland. That's yeah. what you saw, Big Ugly. Awesome. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So, with that, we still had the people behind us. And, uh, you know, we're, we're just still working hard. Still working uh, very hard. Right. To the best of our abilities at that point. We did uh, two shows with uh, EWA. We've done uh, at least about, let me see. Our first show out of state was in Delaware, so we tagged out uh, at a place called UWA in mm-hmm. Delaware. Yep. We tagged at uh, a spot called WDWA um, in West Virginia twice. We've been to Rampage Pro Wrestling right, once. Right. So we, we did a couple of uh, couple of shows together, a couple of outside shows together, and you know, I felt like you know we're going strong. We're you know developing. We're new. You know we're learning a lot about ourselves and about you know the places that we go. Mm-hmm. Like okay, well I can see this working. I mean as long as we uh, stay connected, we communicate. Um, I, I I see why this you know isn't going to work. I don't see why it's not going to work. Right. So, um, uh, eventually he's eventually things start to go downhill. Okay. He's in the military. Right. I don't know if he is now, but he was. He was, for yeah, sure. He was. So yeah. he's a uh, part-time, part-time uh, I think, National Guard. And we thank you all for your service, yeah, whatever sure. branch you are at that. Yeah, National Guard, if I'm, if I'm wrong. I, it was, I think it was part of it, at least, you know, he was, you know, they kind of call that the weekend warrior thing. But, yeah. I mean, he was out there doing his thing, though. Yeah, so um, a lot of times, you know, uh, he would have to do drill over the weekend or right. night, and then, you know, our shows, our weekends. Our weekends, right. Weekends, right. So, so the thing is, um, you know, it, it was okay if he had to do that, you know, every so often or whatnot. But then it seemed like uh, he started to lose motivation, like motivation to train and yeah. uh, everything like that. And I personally didn't like it because we, we were already – we're already new. So yeah, yeah. we don't need to be slowing down. Mm-hmm. We need to be, you know, picking up the pace and everything like that. And it's just that I started, I started to see that, uh, you know, his uh, ethic in wrestling was just decreasing. And I'm, you know, I'm talking to him like, come on, man, come on, man. Like come to training today. Let's go to send the third. You know, sometimes it, it would be, I have, you know, I have to work in the morning or whatever the case may be with this, uh, with this uh, regular job or, um, or it's just an excuse of not having a ride when you you know you know if you really want to do something you can do it you'll find or a you'll way. find a way yeah you'll find a way so sometimes I felt uh, like I was left high and dry and okay so I'm now looking at it like yeah this is not gonna last too much longer so mm-hmm. eventually got to that uh, to that point um, I I pretty much called it quits uh, okay I pretty much called it quits and said you know. The tag team thing's not going to work out because at the rate I'm going, at the rate I want to go, I have a lot of drive, I have a lot of determination. I'm mm-hmm. going to a lot of places. He doesn't match me right now, so okay. you know, since he's not matching me, I'm like, we might as well not do the team thing no more. 
I that mean, might be a, a good way because you said in the beginning you guys were matching everything was the, the man, work ethic right. the t- training you know everything but you know if especially in a tag team scene and yeah. if you're getting booked as a tag team you're training as a tag team Absolutely. if he's not there then you know that's gonna that's gonna hold you back right. you know yeah. no offense to him but I mean you can't move forward if he's not moving near with you Absolutely. especially in the tag team scene. and, 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 and it, it sounds like your heart was in it and his was my heart was completely yeah. in it I mean I'm not gonna say his heart was never in it his yeah. heart was in it at the very beginning right yeah. right and that happens eventually right. eventually I don't know whether he's you know Thinking about other things, or yeah. might, might want to venture into other things, or right. whatnot, because he, he right. does look like he's in the bodybuilding. So yeah. Yeah. that's always been something that he liked to do, and that's fine. But you know, uh, but he's we, not. He's got to do his own thing, right. and you know, you got to do your own thing at this point in time. Absolutely. So, so uh, did you stop? You called it quits with the tag team, but did you stop? I don't. He, he never. I, I don't think stopped. you ever stopped. I'm. I'm never gonna stop. He, as long as, never as, long as I'm stop. not hurt, I'm never gonna stop. Remember that song? Sh- Edge had that song. Yes, never I, gonna stop. <laughs> I'm, never, I'm never gonna stop. Uh, like I said, I got a show this Saturday. I have a show next month. I have a show in uh, July. Now my schedule is not as booked up as I want it to be, mm-hmm. but it'll it'll get there because I want it. <laughs> That's right. And you're on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. And we got listeners on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. And we got tens and hundreds and up to thousands of people downloading and listening to this podcast. So if you want to book Mason Walls, you know you can. And he's going to give all of his Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all this stuff a little bit later on. But Mason Walls, M-A-S-O-N-W-A-L-L-S, The Gun Show, Mason Walls. And and this is The Gun Show, and this is – it might be just – the gun show, but the gun show is two arms, and the gun show is one Mason Walls. Yeah, started as a team, and now I'm a one man assault rifle. So, you got hashtags all over right. the place. <laughs> right. If you want to book me, I'm not hard to find. That's what I'm talking about. And, and this is independent wrestling, and this guy, this guy can be a high flyer. This guy can be a power guy. This guy's fast, but this guy, and you, Mason, I know I'm talking about you, third person. But um, you, you got it together in the ring. You got the passion, the drive, the desire. When you in the ring, people pay attention to you. They know that you're in the ring. Whether you're a face, whether you're a heel, whether you're going to win, whether you're going to lose, it don't matter. Absolutely. You still give 110%. Absolutely. So that's what that's what indie, indie bookers want to say. And you say you're going down to Florida. Yes. Now, are you pushing some of your uh, material the way of the performance center? Are you trying to you know get on WWE.com and put your, put your stuff out there? You know? Well, I'm just out here trying to get all the experience that I can get. Okay. You know, between uh, seminars, shows, yeah. uh, what, whatever I can do, whatever I can get my hands on. Uh, yeah, if it comes my way, of course. But I, I don't want to say I'm going straight towards that right this second. I'd like to mess up a whole lot of times before I get there. Hey. So that once I get there, I'm polished. I right? like that. Yeah, so yeah, it's like, you know, I'm going to do all my kind of sort of like dirt. I'm going to do all my dirt now on the on the indies, you know, experience some stuff, uh, you know, go places, you know, mess up, learn a lot, get, you know, get um advice from veterans, you know, yeah. well-respected mm-hmm. ones. And uh, I'm just going to keep cruising. That's you know? real, man. So. That is real. Jamie Jason is a fan. Sitting out there watching EWA Pro Wrestling or whatever it is, you know, as an independent performer, as a wrestling performer, Mason Walls stuck out to you. He did, yeah. yeah. So tell tell us about the experience of watching Mason Walls as a fan. Very exciting, very exciting in the ring. Um, just, it's just great, you know, perfect shape. Uh, I, I appreciated the tag team. I really enjoyed the chemistry you guys I, had at that time. Yes, you know, trust me, I, I did too because I, I mean. Lord knows I tried to keep it together as much as possible, you mm-hmm. know, with some super glue or something. <laughs> there you go. It didn't work. It didn't work. So, um, yeah, because, uh, you know, I like the start that we had. We had a lot of drive together, and uh, we, we'd done some things. So uh, I'm not really uh, salty that it didn't work out because I still have the same heart. I still have the yeah. same drive. Yeah. Now, I mean, uh, if he does or doesn't, I mean, I, I wish him the best mm-hmm. in whatever he wants to do. 
But as far as me, I'm not stopping. So good. Yeah, that's, that's what I like yeah. to hear. Go ahead. It's been two. I was just gonna say it's been two years since I've seen you last time you were in the EWA. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Where's the next place you're wrestling locally here? Because uh, as much as I would love to go to Florida, <laughs> <laughs> um, locally here, well, I really don't know when the next time I'm gonna okay. wrestle in Maryland. Okay. Per se, but I, I'm always in Pennsylvania. I'm okay. always in West Virginia. Places that's like two hours away. Not okay. you know nothing too 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 horrendous. So as far as Maryland right now. I, I can't I have nothing to tell you right okay. this second. Right. You know, we need to hook you up with Susquehanna Wrestling Organization because that's not too far away and that's in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Absolutely. And they got there's a lot of hot talent running through there and they got uh they're pretty much every show that they have is sold out. So uh nice. you know, that's a good place to cut your teeth and then there's a lot of good talent in there. You know, AC Wolf, we talked about that a little earlier. He's in SWO. Uh and a lot of people coming in and out of SWO. We had Nunzio last year, you know, yeah. little Guido. We had um you know, uh, we've we, we've had people with million dollar man Ted DiBiase's been through there. So you talk about seminars, you talk about experience of veterans. You know, they like to come through there. So something to think about. Absolutely, something well, to think about. Like I said, I'm not. I got some pool there. I'm a ring announcer, so yeah. I got some pool. Well, let you me know. Hook, hook, strength, hook me up, brother. Hook me <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm hook up the gun show. You know? <laughs> Uh, I told Jesse O'Ryan about that too. You know, he's uh, he's getting on some different ventures too, but he's still at EWA Pro Wrestling, and you never know. EWA Pro Wrestling is, has had its peaks and valleys, but you never know. That's a local promotion. You got Adrenaline Championship Wrestling, ACW, James Ellsworth. You know? that's, a, that's a place I've never been before. So, well, I never got to uh, yeah, wrestle. Something to think about. You know, yeah, uh, Nick uh, Taylor. You know, sickened. You know, he's uh, he's uh, out there doing his thing out there. So well, that, that's about. funny that you say. Um, uh, who is the owner of ACW? Uh, James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth. Jimmy that, Dream. Pretty Jimmy Dream. It's funny that you mention that because he will be at the show in Florida on Saturday. Maybe I can put a bug Yes, you can. Yes. Yeah. You, know, you absolutely yeah, should. So, he's yeah. around uh, defending his intergender championship against all the women. He's pulling the uh, the Andy Kaufman kind of Ed Sullivan thing right now. But uh, or, that's all right. You know, you should definitely talk to him yeah. and yeah. Uh, make a good experience around him and take his phone number. Have him take your phone number. Absolutely. And uh, hook absolutely. up on Facebook because... You never know. It's all about connections. Yeah. We're, we're already friends on Facebook, but oh, of there course, you go. I'm, not, I'm not known yet. I gotta, you know, assert myself. I gotta put myself in front of them. Let them know, hey, yes. I'm here. You know, and you're and you're willing to travel. Right apparently, yeah, you're right. going to Florida. Apparently, look at so that. I'm so like, <laughs> always, always ready to work, man. So yeah, always and ready to work. shout out to James Ellsworth. You know, he had a big 18 run, 18 month run in WWE, and you know, he just went in uh, to uh, do the job to Braun Strowman, and look what he look what he turned into. You know what I'm saying? Had a WrestleMania moment, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, uh, Money everything. in the Bank. Money in the Bank. Yep. You know, he he won the first Money in the Bank ladder match. Carmella did not. That's why they had to repeat it on two nights after this. But Carmella finally cashed in, and we're going to talk about that too. So um, let's uh, let's tighten this with a bow. So Gun Show, Mason Walls. You yes, know, uh, you know Jeff Wayman not in the picture right now, but you, uh, you're a young man. Yes, you're sir. the prime. You're moving forward. So uh, tell everybody one more time how they can find you on all of social media and tell them why they should follow and book the gun show. Reasons you should follow and book the gun show. Number one, I have drive. Mm. Number two, I'm just so committed. I'm very committed. I'm open. I'm easy to work with. Who wouldn't want a guy like that on their show? Thank you. you know, so not being big headed or nothing like that, but nah. I know me and I know my personality and I'm humble. So every every place I've been to, I've been most grateful. Confident but humble. Exactly. Confident and humble at the same time. So how to find me? Facebook, Mason Walls. Uh, I have a fan page, The Gun Show, Mason Walls. Twitter, Mason Walls90. Um, IG, TGS, Mason Walls. And um, I also have a YouTube page. Uh, you can just type in The Gun Show, Mason Walls in my page will pull up my matches that are on there everything so that's your 
five ways of reaching me. That's four, tell four you. or five, I think. Four yeah. or five ways. Yeah. Lots of ways to get the gun show. Absolutely. Get your tickets yeah, now tickets. because the gun show <laughs> is for sale yes, right now. I have now. a lot of shirts still, so get your tickets. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's a band, It's a black shirt. It's got the big red ticket on it. It's got the gun show with the uh, the arms flexing out of it. One man ah. assault right One? Yes, I love it, man. Yeah, it might That's be the fantastic. next shirt. might be the next shirt. <laughs> So, uh, Mason, you are a fan of professional wrestling. You watch the WWE product. You know, when we talk about the Greatest Royal Rumble backlash, you know what we're talking about. Absolutely. And when we talk about NXT, when we talk about Lucha Underground, we talk about Impact Wrestling, 205 Live. Absolutely. Uh, you know what we're talking about. So, uh, we're going to take it in. But before we go into a break here and talk all that kind of stuff, because we got a lot to make up for, uh, I want you to talk about um, Mason Walls. And we're going to get into this, both of us, Jam and Jason, Big Ugly. The co-branding idea. Before we got online, before you guys got here, when Mason was talking about the co-branding, he was opening up. He was telling us how he feels about Raw and SmackDown uh, kind of being co-branded on all the pay-per-views moving forward. I want you to sort of re reiterate that, and let's talk about the co-branding issue for Raw and SmackDown. Tell me how you feel. When I first started to watch uh, WWE, uh, for my age, I'm a 90s, 90s guy, I'm 27 years old, um, I got into wrestling pretty late. In my opinion, and probably somebody else's opinion too. Or they go, that sounds familiar. Opinion. Yeah, that, I mean that's me. I, I tell them all the time. Like I'm, I'm a straight attitude era wrestling fan. Right. Absolutely. You know what I mean. I, I missed it. I, I missed the good times. I mean, I can go back on YouTube and watch a lot of classics, but I missed those times when they were happening. Yeah. I started watching wrestling in 2004. Okay. So that's you know that's very oh, late. Oh, oh, that oh, yeah, you are late. We, we started <laughs> getting in, but you weren't straight. Okay, exactly. I got you. <laughs> exactly. So we knew where we were at. Okay. I, would, I was already uh, pretty much. Um, Used to the idea of Raw being Raw, mm -hmm. SmackDown being SmackDown. That's what I saw. That's what I was, you know, coming up on. Mm -hmm. You know, so from uh, 2004 all the way up till now, I still watch now because mm -hmm. I'm still a fan. You know, who who isn't a fan of WWE? Who isn't you know a working working wrestler? Right. You know what mm -hmm. I mean. So yeah. so the fact of the matter is, it's just that I feel like Raw and SmackDown should be separate. Okay. I like the competition idea. You know what I mean? Who puts on a better better product? You know, mm -hmm. whether it be Raw, whether it be SmackDown. And with the uh, pay-per-views, I feel like, you know, they should be separate as they were back in the day. Mm -hmm. You know, SmackDown's pay-per-view is SmackDown's pay-per-view. Raw's pay-per-view is Raw's pay-per-view. Like, like, look what they're doing now with the money in the bank. Like, now it's only one. I remember a red case and a blue case, mm -hmm. you know, yep. for the respective titles on the show. So, yep. Now they had a men's case and a it, women's case. Yeah. So and it's just like whoever wins, you can go back to your brand or you can jump whatever brand you want and choose whatever title you want, I guess. Yeah. It's I just that, that works. I mean, it, it's still unique okay. in, in, in its own way. It's just that like me personally, you know, me being selfish, wanting to have my way with it. It's just <laughs> that uh, I'd rather them be separate. So okay. like, we can see the competition, the back and forth. I mean, who, who doesn't remember the, the, uh, Jumping shows angles like you know, yeah. uh, people from SmackDown will invade Raw, Raw will invade SmackDown. That, mm -hmm. Those were good times. They those were good, good times. times. I mean, like people legit thought that SmackDown was SmackDown and Raw was Raw. They were like gangs, mm -hmm. you know. They, they were like <laughs> gangs, you know. Like you stay on your side, I'll stay on mine. I right. mean, they had me at that point, but you know, now since with all the handshaking they're doing, mm -hmm. that's what it looks like to me. I'm like, eh. It's losing its flavor, or it's maybe me just getting older and now being in the business myself. Maybe so. You got to look at it with different eyes, and I see where you're saying about being in the business. You got to yeah. look at it a little bit different eyes, but you still try to be a fan because that's what ultimately where this all started. We all exactly. fans. Right. Uh, we're not right. We're not wrong. We're just fans. That's the C. We got to throw that in. <laughs> Big ugly. How do you feel about the co-branding? Yeah. So as far as co-branding, I um, I see the pros and cons to what Mason's saying. Mm -hmm. So I, I like this separate uh. 
pay-per-views in the sense that I feel like if you have a SmackDown pay-per-view or a Raw pay-per-view, you can focus on the storyline specifically for that without having as a fan to keep going back and forth in your mind between the brands. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then you don't have to deal with stuff like they're, they're switching out the announced teams every other match and all of that stuff. <laughs> but Corey Graves, but is, Corey Graves is there. Yeah. Corey Graves I, I, is I awesome. I'll be making that money, man. My man don't leave that seat. <laughs> He's on everything. I'd like to touch on one more thing. Go I, ahead, I, man. I almost forgot uh, as far as the uh, the pay-per-views. The only co-branded ones that I actually agreed with was Survivor Series, SummerSlam, you know, WrestleMania. Why not? That's the thing. Right. Like, and that makes they, them even more special because exactly, they are co-branded. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just all them being co-branded, it's just a lot. Yeah. But it's like with those certain ones that are co-branded, that's cool. I was happy with that. I'm like, okay, cool. All right, after the co-branded, go right back to the, you know, three weeks there'll be a Raw pay-per-view or three weeks there'll be a SmackDown pay-per-view. Then next thing you know, that co-branded Survivor Series happens, you know, Raw, SmackDown, you know, whatever. I like the Raw, SmackDown. Thing. I feel you. And I, I agree with that. The only thing, the only downfall for me with the split pay-per-views is that to me, it becomes too much. Yeah, like every it's pretty much like what when when they were splitting them as what like last year was like every every two weeks. Yeah, there was, there like was a sixteen pay-per-view. different yeah. pay per views. It, in it year was period. too much content, like too much content too soon. And then you add so the NXT was, takeovers in there. Right. I mean, there was like yeah. twenty. Yeah, <laughs> so it's yeah. like every two or three weeks you right. had a, a network special, yeah. and that's a lot of content to keep up with. Yeah. So, I see that point too. Yeah. So Jay. that was my only issue with okay the splits. Jam yeah. and Jay splits co branding. Yes, no. What do you think? Well, I agree with Ugly. Um, you know, it was just too many pay-per-views. I like the split. I like the idea of a split. Heck, I even recommended splitting WrestleMania at this point to keep it from, <laughs> wow. to keep it from being like seven, eight hours long. That, you know? That's, that's, that's SmackDown that's Saturday Night WrestleMania. Yeah, and absolutely. You know, Sunday you could have the Raw WrestleMania. And, 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 what, and whatever happened to Saturday Night's main event? What happened to that? Yeah. You know, that, that was one of those, you know, cliche, uh, yeah. you know, type of... Um, you know, events or whatever. And because they didn't have a lot of mainstream television, you know, they had Raw eventually, 1993, moving forward, and SmackDown, I think, in 1999 or 2000, moving mm-hmm. forward. But Saturday Night's main event was once every, what, couple of months or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, And on NBC, on network television. That was nice. That was, was very nice. nice. You know, for the people that didn't have cable. That was right. very nice. See? <laughs> and, and it was nice because you got to see main event style matches. Absolutely. And there was... A lot of story built into those matches, and just a lot of time and a lot of preparation. I don't know. I enjoyed Saturday Night's Main Event in the beginning for what it was. I got the DVD right over here, man, of the three uh, discs of Saturday Night's Main Event all the way back. So I enjoyed Saturday Night's Main Event. You, man, I remember that, Jamie. Oh, Jamie Nixon. Eleven thirty yeah. on a Saturday night. Yep. Shoot, you you didn't have DVR back then. You got to set your VHS to yeah. tape it. I still got a VHS. And if, you know, <laughs> and if you notice, when they used to air it, they'd air the big two matches first. And then the squash matches later. Oh, well, on yeah, the lesser story. Then if matches. you fell asleep, who cares? <laughs> By one o'clock in the morning, yeah. you almost I saw passed. Hogan. I'm okay. <laughs> right, Hogan would go first or second. Yep. Absolutely. You remember Saturday Night's Man of Big Hogan? No. See, that was before your time. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say I started watching wrestling probably in about '95 ish. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's me. Yeah. So, so I don't know Saturday. if NBC would uh, you know go with that big network special because yeah. you know USA is is NBC Universal and they're running three hours on Monday, two hours on well, Tuesday. There was talk that WWE is in talks with Fox, so Fox could potentially pick up something like they, that. They could, yeah. and, and that could be you know it depends all about the money. Yeah, it's all about the money. All about it. So yeah, I mean, so that's that's one way to lead into our second segment. Uh, I'm sure we're doing decent on time so far, but we got a lot to talk about sure. here, Big Ugly. Uh, and you know, later on in the show, we're actually going to touch on the Avengers. And the reason I'm bringing up that now, Infinity War. Are we doing spoilers? That that's what I'm saying. 
Because you have seen it, Big Ugly. I've seen it, yeah. I've seen it. Jamie Jason's seen it. I've seen it. Mason Walls said he hadn't seen it yet, but he's okay with the spoilers. Uh, absolutely. So, okay. here's the thing. If you want to listen to this whole podcast, we want you to listen to the whole podcast. But when we get to segment three, we, we spoil it all. <laughs> because we're going to talk about it. Because there's a lot of stuff uh, to lead up. Because we're going to do it. Because if you So, if you don't want spoilers, don't listen to the third segment of this podcast. But if you've already downloaded it, by the time this comes out, the, the movie had been out for like three weeks, maybe. Maybe more. So we okay, but we gotta talk about these things. But later, because we're gonna get into things that already been spoiled for us in a sense. All the pro wrestling, the WWE, all that pro wrestling, and I got a lot of things here on my little list of the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast paraphernalia. Because we got notepads, we got coasters, we got cards, we got books, we got it all. This is a nice should, layout, man. You like Very it? Nice I appreciate layout. you. Yes. If you're gonna be plugging that, we need to start selling this stuff. We do need to start selling it because we're, we're not right, we're not wrong, we're just poor. But I mean, <laughs> no, no, man. But that, that's why. No, we're all right. We're doing okay. Uh, but yeah, we, we can start selling that stuff. So if you're interested in Dirty Ugly Podcast wrestling merchandise, you know, find us on Facebook at Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast and send us a private message or put a post up, put a comment up, put a like up, or email us at dirtyuglywrestling at gmail.com. I think that's still there. Yeah. Um, follow you get follow the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. You can find it there. It's on Twitter as well as the Dirty Ugly Podcast. So we all over the place, man. We blowing up. We always blowing up. So and by the way, Gun Show Mason Walls. We're gonna tag you on everything when this podcast comes out. Sounds good. So <clears throat> like it, tweet it, share it, share it, share it. Share, 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 all right, we gonna take it in a break, man. But we we come back. We're gonna talk about the greatest. WWE Royal Rumble, the yeah. best house show ever by WWE with 70,000 people at it. And also Backlash, the first co-branded pay-per-view. Ah. Anyway, uh, Mason Walls, why don't you uh, give us a little bumper, take us on the break for the podcast. All right, people, um, we'll, we'll be right back. The gun show with the tickets, I'm here. So we'll, we'll be here. Dirty, uh, <laughs> dirty Ugly Podcast. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's fine. We'll be back. When we put people on the spot, that's better than most people do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got so you, did, you did pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. We'll be right back. We are back on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. You yeah. once again. I love it. I never know when it's coming, but I always know it is. My name is Dirty Mike. No, I'm the Big Ugly. We are sitting here with... Jam Jason. And... The Gun Show Mason Walls. And we are having a great time in the mansion here today, having a conversation. Uh, and we are having a conversation about uh, shooting with the Gun Show Mason Walls. That's fantastic. By the way, if uh, there's anything else you need or want to bring up during this podcast about any of that, you just let us know. Because we always go off on tangents here on the podcast. Absolutely. Uh, and But uh, we have a lot to talk about. The last time we came to you on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast, we talked about WrestleMania. We wrapped it up. Uh, now, since WrestleMania, we have had... Man, the, it's been that long? Yes. Oh, wow. It's, it's been about three weeks, but yeah. think about it. A lot has happened in that yes. three-week period. Because right. shortly after we talked last time, the greatest Royal Rumble happened. Okay? Uh, and uh, then Backlash. And then pretty soon, uh, Money in the Bank, which uh, is also co-branded, which we were talking about earlier. We're going to have one men's championship and one women's championship. So... Yeah, why? What? What the? Heck? But you know, we could go off on tangents about that. The next podcast we have after the fiftieth, of course, um, we'll talk about Money in the Bank. But the fiftieth is uh, Sunday, May the twentieth, two p.m. to four p.m. live here in the mansion. So if you've been a past guest, uh, please 
reach out to me and come up to the mansion. Let me just throw out a, a few of these names. We've done so many interviews over the past, and I keep going back and looking at this oh, on SoundCloud, crazy, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. So let me just go through some of this list. And uh, we have, of course, Mason Walls has been on the podcast before. Uh, we, of course, we've had you know Desert Storm, Brian S. Campbell behind the storm. <laughs> we've had uh, <laughs> we've had T.J. Sykes, you know, on several times as well. Uh, Loge, Jason Drake, we talked about her. The Rabbit Rizzo, we've had uh, her on. Uh, go on, we've got so many more. Uh, I'm just going to the list here, but how? Whatever can you remember right off the top of your head? Apollo Cruz. Of course, the real Apollo Cruz, C R U Z. Um, Jesse O'Ryan. Right, Jesse O'Ryan. These guys have West Mercer. We, we did. We did have West Mercer. Right. Yeah. Does legendary super cruiserweight, the only four-time <laughs> cruiserweight champion in EWA history, who is now retired from the ring, uh, got himself a nice new palatial mansion of his own. Uh, congratulations to Wes, so we can have him back on. Yeah, the uh, weight of the world, Corey Bush. That's right, the weight of the world. Of course, CM Funk is welcome back. The doctor, Dr. D, Daryl Johnson. Yeah. Uh, Todd Edwards from SWO Pro Wrestling, um, the Reverend Ace Dallas from SWO Pro Wrestling, the Dark Horses have been on here a couple of times, um, Matt, Chase Rawlings, remember him, yeah. he was on here too, I'm just going back through the list, Matt Temby, of course, giving us tips, there you, you know, go. we yeah. gotta get Matt, Matt Temby on, it's yeah. about time for the summer, yeah. get him exactly. back on, said, bring him back for the summer, that's right, you know, we had, uh, we talked about TJ Sykes, we had, um, the Hampton uh, Hammer, uh, Bill Ward, that's right, uh, Jess La, we've had her on, uh, Violet, the social media ambassador with hashtag, hashtag Pat Anthony. Yeah. Um, you know, we've had we've had them on all of them. Oh my goodness, Sizzling Sand Styles, um, the cut above Richard Bonaire a couple of times. Uh, Joe Clunk, timekeeper extraordinaire, Chris Burns if he keeps his ass out of jail. Uh, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> what what a fantastic Vinny Versace. Um, Man, the list goes on and on. Duran J, remember him? Yeah. Uh, we had him on. Uh, We've we, definitely had at least 40 interviews. My goodness, so yeah. many more. Uh, the show Mr. Jones, part of Supremacy at that one point in time. Uh, Keith B. Craft, you know, a ring announcer and also extraordinaire. I just keep going. It just goes and goes and it does not stop. And more. And, and if I missed your name, I'm sorry. I was just going through. Um, what we could, you know, uh, Racy Hawkins, you know, been Corey on here Berger. before. Corey Berger, of T course, B-E-R-G-E-R, -E T.J. Sykes, you know, absolutely. Man, we just had a lot of interviews, haven't we? Uh, Joey Badami, it's just the list goes on and on. We are hot. The Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast, we thank you all, but you're invited. As I said, we're going to be on Facebook Live, I think, for at least the first segment of it, 2 p.m. on Sunday, May 20th. We're going to record it for some other mediums, always SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and TuneIn Radio. But uh, if you can be here at the mansion, come on down. Uh, give me a private message. Give us a call on the hotline that we've had before in the past or my cell phone number. It's going to be great, man. 50th, I can't talk about it enough. But let's jump into the greatest Royal Rumble ever. Now, why was it the greatest? Was it because it was in Saudi Arabia? Or was it because it had 50 people, the biggest Royal Rumble in history? Uh, what do you think? Is it because it, they were getting that new Saudi Arabian market? Why was it the greatest Royal Rumble? Big Ugly. Uh, I just think they couldn't come up with anything more clever than greatest. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's pretty much all they want. That's all creative. Yeah. How about you, uh, Jam and Jason? Why was it the greatest Royal Rumble ever? Uh, the fact that it had 50 men. Okay. Yep. I got gotcha. you. Yep. And uh, was that too much? Was it too long? I mean, that show ran over five hours from beginning to end. Was yeah, it too it was... long of a Royal Rumble? 
It was over five hours. The lo- yeah. not the Royal Rumble, but the show itself. The, show, the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, the I Royal Rumble the match itself was about ninety minutes long. But the, the yeah, whole show was about five that's hours. Too much, man. Too much. I was okay with the long Royal Rumble to okay. give the Saudi fans something different. Just sure, give them a little something to bite onto, you know, mm-hmm. to bring wrestling back up over there. And, sure. And apparently, it did a great job. What seventy thousand? Oh, uh, just about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that stadium was filled up. And was it? Wait, was there any stakes? Like, whoever won the Royal Rumble, did they get anything? They got Mason. Go ahead. Uh, Braun had uh, gotten a trophy and a belt, right? You and it was a uh, the classic championship belt that we know now, but it was green. Right, right. So what? I don't know if it's a belt that he could defend, but it was you know it's like a prize. All right, you know? and it was a big trophy, kind of like the Andre the Giant Memorial trophy. trophy. Yeah. It was a big trophy, and right. also like the uh, vagina trophy that they had for the women. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it, it didn't look <laughs> like a vagina this time. Right, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, saw, yeah. I remember a trophy. Okay, but no championship opportunities. You know, the winner just won. That's whack, man. See, see, I was hoping with the new. <laughs> he said that's whack. I was hoping with the new belt, they just strip Braun and or not Braun, not Braun, but Brock, Brock, strip Brock, and then say, "Hey, Braun, yeah. you're the champ." Yeah, I, I was thinking that when I when I saw that belt, I'm like, "Okay, WWE, this is too many belts. They have the UK Championship, right? They have the uh, what, what do you call that one in NXT now? The uh, North American, like North they, American. They, they have a lot of belts, and they got you know the regular NXT one. What are y'all doing with all these belts? Yeah, you know, lots of championships, lots, but of, lots championships. of content, but lots of championships. That too. So that one's a kind of honorary championship title belt. It yeah. uh, wasn't even a, necessarily a championship, but uh, he won. That's about it. Man, huh. I don't no, like, you don't like so this, do I you? Don't, I, don't like, I don't like big matches like that that pretty much give you no actual reward. You know, it's like you do a money in a bank, you know what you're getting. You're getting a briefcase, you're going to get a shot at the title. That's what it should be about. When you do the, what is that that match they do at the beginning of WrestleMania? Uh, the, the Andre the Giant right. Memorial Battle Royal. It's like, you get the trophy. Right. Year after year, we've seen nothing from the guys <laughs> that win this match. And then it's like, for this, it's like, are you, you, you call this the greatest Royal Rumble ever, mm-hmm. right? You put 50 men in it, and the winner gets some... Just like trophy of a belt, and then a real trophy. Yeah, and that's that's the greatest Royal Rumble. That is that's, the greatest Royal Rumble. Okay, I mean, right. you know, it's accolade. Yeah. You get to hang it on this wall. You know, hey, he right, sure yeah. can. Won the greatest Royal Rumble ever. Yeah. I know. I digress. That you didn't do it. That's all right. You didn't win it. <laughs> I won it. <laughs> Let me go down the uh, quick results, and then Jim and Jason, I, I want you to talk about your reaction to this because you you contacted me shortly after this was over and basically said it was the greatest house show uh, live event ever <laughs> because it was because there wasn't a lot yeah. of storyline involved in it I mean there was a little bit but most of it was just to get those characters in that market on that TV on the network and in that stadium because uh, and we'll talk about that but it was it was a Wrestlemania event over there you know big pyro huge stage lots of lights um, and pretty much everybody on the card except the women now, they did respect that over there there was no women on the card there was no women on TV at all before you get into the car, let me just ask the table about this. Uh, what do you guys think about now? You're over there in Saudi Arabia. You know uh, that I'm not shocked about the women, you know, right. not coming over there and everything. Um, and you know, giving their given their policies, do you think that with WWE's initiative to promote, you know, the equality of the performers and, and they're promoting women's wrestling, do you think that it was a good idea for them to? kind of feed into that market that pretty much doesn't want to see women wrestlers at all. Good point. Do you think that goes against their initiative and it's just it just becomes like a money grab? Mason? I agree. <clears throat> it's uh at that point it was just all about business and money. Because the thing is, you know, they 
you know, it probably went against what they're, you know, what they usually do because they like to promote everybody. They like right. to promote the, right. the the women talent, which are you know some great talent Absolutely. on the women uh, SmackDown Raw. Doesn't matter, and uh, they promote the men. But the fact that they just did that and strictly just that had to be about money. So, Jamie, Jason, yeah. yeah, I mean, I agree it was about money, but I'm hoping that this kind of breaks some of the walls down. You know, I'm hoping because there were some. Ladies in the crowd, definitely was, yes, yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping maybe I I hear this is a ten deal, ten year deal with the Saudis. Really? Yeah, that's that's the latest. So are they going to go back over every year and do a greatest? I think so. Yeah, I think they have another greatest Survivor Series. Yeah, the greatest WrestleMania. (laughs) Big ugly don't like this because they're going to get a they're going to get a pat on the back. Yeah. And maybe a gift card to Wendy's or something. But I guess for them... By the way, Wendy's, great problem. Yeah, Yeah. but I guess for them, it's good. It's like, I guess they're probably... I don't know what their access is like if they get to watch it all the time like we do. So it's like, you know, I'm expecting a little bit more than, you know, they're expecting. I feel you. Now remember, they don't... They just... I don't even know if they got the network over there, but they're just getting things. You know, they don't have as much content as we do over here. So when they see this kind of a show... It is a WrestleMania to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't know uh, that they were so into it that much. Like, I didn't know there were fans in Saudi Arabia. Right. I mean, there's fans all over the world. They just don't have access to it like we do. Right. Feel me? Okay. So, uh, Jamie Jason, real quick, uh, go ahead. Uh, The... How do you feel about what Big Ugly was talking about? You know, the, the the women aspect of it. You know, keeping it to the market. You know, it's kind of all about the money. At least all it's all about business. Well, I'm just hoping by the end of the deal, however long it's supposed to be, ten years or whatever, that they get years, past all that. that. They get past all that, and the women can wrestle. You know, and they did have a smaller live event in that sort of the same area of the country, not Dubai, right in Dubai. Yep. And what was it, Sasha Banks and uh, Natalia, I think, or something like that. Uh, I know it was no, it was. Alexa? I'm sorry, it was Alexa and yeah. Sasha. And they covered up, like, completely. And they went out there, and they had a pretty much bare-bones ABC match. But it was phenomenal. You know, and they were the... There was the first women's wrestling match in that area of the world. Yeah. Because I feel like... They did it. In some ways, like, I get what... I get why they did it for the business. But I feel like in some ways, when you engage in something like that, you kind of betray your brand. Mm -hmm. Betray your brand as, you know, as a business. Because... You know, you're building your brand on, like, this whole acceptance idea. I mean, you even got Finn Balor that comes out with, like, you know, the rainbow color shirts and everything. Right. And then it's, like, all of this stuff that you're promoting, You then it's, like, you hide it. You know, suddenly Finn Balor just comes out in a regular shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, every other week he even comes out in a rainbow thing. Then he comes yeah. out in a regular shirt. Then it's, like, you know, every you're having all of these huge women segments. And then it's, like, no women at all. And, it, you know, it's, like, so you're saying you stand for something. And then suddenly you're, like... Well, the money's talking, so now we'll just reduce, you know, our brand. So that's my only gripe about the whole thing. I understand. I, I respect, you know, different cultures and everything like that. That's fine. I'm just saying, as far as WWE goes, you know, it just seems a bit hypocritical to their brand. But okay. that's all. Fair enough. I digress. You digress. <laughs> Fair one. enough. Good one. Let's uh, let's throw this in here. So, uh, quick results. Braun Strowman, we just talked about that. He won. Came in at number 41, won the whole match. Uh, the kickoff match was John Cena and Triple H. The first match on the kickoff portion of the show. Um, very ABC, very... And I think everybody was kind of working at 80% that night. I mean, it's a long trip over there. Yeah, that was, yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it wasn't right, a huge, man. huge intensity with storylines, but it kind of it kind of dragged a little bit, and they were all... I mean, it was, I'm sure it was 100% of the Saudi fans. But um, John Cena, Triple H, and John Cena won. Uh, with one AA, so that's pretty much what that was. 
let's see. We had, oh, okay, let's talk about this. Brock Lesnar defending the Universal Championship again against Roman Reigns in a steel cage match. Um, ultimately, better match than WrestleMania, but it was not seven hours into the show. There was no hard way, no bleeding, but, but the cage broke. Roman speared Brock through the cage. Brock landed on his back, which was on the cage, and Roman rolled over to the floor. Roman's feet hit the floor first. Roman Reigns is the Universal Champion. Nope. Referee called it. Brock Lesnar is still the Universal Champion. Um, hold. The question is, does anyone care? Yes. Now they do, because as soon as this happened, uh, whoever was on commentary caught it real quick and started talking about it and started talking about the controversy and now Roman Reigns is calling himself the uncrowned Universal Champion. Um, hold your thoughts on that. We will get to that. Um, so we also had a match uh, where AJ and Shinsuke fought each other again in a little bit better match than WrestleMania but uh, and it ended in a double countout. So that led into the no disqualification match that was a backlash which we'll get to shortly but AJ and Shinsuke with Shinsuke turning heel is still flowing. I love this feud. Keep it going. Let's see. Um, what else did we have on that show? I believe that's the show where Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, uh, the Woken Tandem, won the Raw Tag Team Championships against Sheamus and Cesaro. I do believe that Jeff Hardy defeated Jinder Mahal to keep the Universal Championship. I'm sorry, that was a, that was a United States Championship. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I think there was a four-way ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship where um, Seth Rollins came out on top over The Miz, over Finn Balor, and Samoa Joe. Um all decent stuff. No superstar standout matches. All decent stuff. Uh, but the Royal Rumble itself. 50 guys. Tyson versus the uh, ring apron. Oh, <laughs> okay, so let's just throw it out there. This went viral. This is the biggest thing apparently in WWE history. Tyson... Uh, Titus. I'm sorry. Titus O'Neil yeah. Worldwide, or World Slide as it is now, um, came out to number 39, I believe it was, running down to the ring. He tripped over the little lip. It was at the end of the ring, and he did face first underneath the ring. and like then all the way. Uh, Pretty much all the way. All you could see was like the, top, the bottom of his feet. And then he got up and went back in the ring, and uh, the announcers popped. The announcers lost it, just yeah. laughed their asses off. All right, Mason, you know how that ring is built. Yes. All right, so... Ten feet, right in the middle. There's a cross beam that comes straight yes. down to the floor. Yes. He missed it by like an inch. Ooh. He went straight under. If, if he was a little inch to the left or to the right, he would have killed himself. <laughs> it wouldn't have been um, as funny. No, it wouldn't have been funny at all. But uh, Now, you all saw this one way or another. You saw the trip. Um, there's a lot of things we could talk about. Daniel Bryan went an hour and 16, broke the all-time Rumble record. Mike Kanellis went about a second or two, was one of the shortest records. Um, Ray Mysterio Jr., uh, well, Ray Mysterio was in it, was great. Yoko Jr., whatever his name was, I can't remember. But he was in it. Hornswoggle, let me just put this out there. He was never thrown over the top rope. He actually went under the ropes to climb up. He got knocked off. Hornswoggle won that Royal Rumble. Okay? So he made a return. He won. That's it. Uh, Bobby Lashley looked like crap in this match. He flubbed a couple of things real bad. He almost killed Cass. He almost killed Cass. <laughs> it, it just it just didn't it didn't work the first time. Then he went to do it again. It didn't work the second. I'm like, oh, just stop. Why? Just don't stop. repeat the spot. Just just don't repeat. The don't spot. finish it, man. I, he wanted it bad though. He wanted it bad. He you know, really. He, he was trying hard. Bad. He wanted. It. But you the don't. Uh, the the, the stalling suplex with the. You know, the delayed vertical the, suplex. The, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and yeah. usually he does it great, but right. that one twice. Boom. 
<laughs> Twice. And I don't know if it was because it was the size of Cass, because Cass is taller than Probably. him. Because Lashley Probably. can get people up that are taller and bigger than him. But it's still, at the end of the day, it's still a two-man job, too. It like, is. If you can balance yourself up there, then the other guy will be able to hold you. So it's, right. It so might off. be as much Cass's fault than it yeah, was Bobby yeah, Lashley. Yeah, yeah. But it just Absolutely. looked like poop. It had to be a long talking back about that one. I bet it was. (laughs) Um, We had uh, the great Kali waddling his way down to the ring. I love the great Kali, but, man, he does not need to wrestle. He barely can move. Um, Same with Mark Henry. He he looked blown up after two minutes, but it was great to see him in the match. Kurt Angle, love him, but he is not what he used to be in the ring. He needs to stick with doing something else. GM. Um, So let's go back. Let's talk about the cage match. What do you all think uh, about the controversy of Brock versus Roman? Uh, that we talked about a little earlier. Brock is still the champion. Let's go this way around the table. Jam and Jason. Uh, as I've said a billion times, I'm tired of Brock as a champion. Okay. I'm tired of part-time champions. There's a there's a. I want ovation. my champion to show up almost every week on Raw. I mean, what, we haven't seen him since, have we? Nope. Yeah, once again, yeah. And now there's, at first I heard he was maybe at Money in the Bank, but now I'm hearing it may get bumped to SummerSlam. Mm. So, yeah. We, yeah, give Braun the belt. Yeah. So either way, give Braun the belt or Roman. Somebody, or Roman. Anybody. Yeah, well, why Roman won they that pull match. the trigger on Roman now? Why are they hesitant? I, I don't know. They've been trying to jam Roman down our throats for years. And Mason, I think you understand what I'm talking about there. And they, they're just not pulling the trigger completely because it's the slowest burn in the history of the business. Go ahead, Mason. Um, so uh, which question am I answering? Uh, whichever you want. Um, okay, so Anything yeah. about Brock, the cage, I, I Roman? Agree. I agree. Brock doesn't need to be champion no more. I, I don't know if you guys saw, but there's um, you know, some stuff surfacing on the uh, internet on Facebook about how CM Punk was a 434-day champion, how many times he defended it, how many, you know, how many pay-per-views and all that. Like, the stats did not match Brock's at all. Brock wasn't even a quarter. Like, I think he wasn't even a quarter Mm. to what CM Punk did as a champion. It's just like, see, that right there itself, a guy that's not even there no more, Mm -hmm. you know, knew how to be champion when it was time to be champion. Right. Love him or hate him, but John Cena was a real champ back in the day because I remember when the WWE Championship used to be defended on Raw at least every week or at least... What, three times, you know, out of the month, mm-hmm. at least, or two times out of the month. doesn't matter. He defended it. Every time I turned around, he was making a defense. Mm-hmm. Every time. So it's just Brock being a champion on Raw, which is supposed to be the, the flagship show. Right. No. Right now, the, the IC title that's is right. the most important title on Raw, and that's not how it's supposed to be, but it's just that's just the way it is. And that's the workhorse title, and Seth yeah. Rollins is hot right now. Yeah, Seth Rollins is hot. Seth, Seth Rollins has been hot for a long time that's now. true. Like, when he was WWE champion back in 2015... I, I swear, I had money on him. I'm like, he's running 2015 as a champion. And they're rolling with him, which was the greatest decision, you know, ever. Absolutely. I, I'm, I mean, I was disappointed to see that he lost it due to a, you know, legit injury. But yeah. he when they gave him the ball, he ran with it. Yep. yep. And and now they got the ball again with the IC title. He's running with it. He sure is. So, yeah. Big Ugly, Brock, Roman, championship. Cage. Yeah. Um. You guys know I'm I'm tired of Brock. You know, I, I, I agree with Jam and Jay. Um, I'm tired of Brock with the with the championship. He doesn't defend it just as Mason Walls was saying. You know what this reminds me of? Mm. You guys remember when X-Men first came out back in, like, 2000? And yeah. you remember how, like, the first X-Men, like, revolved around Wolverine? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then the second one revolved around Wolverine? Yeah. <laughs> and then I see the, a pattern and then the third one. And then he got his own movie. Logan. Right? So, so it's like, it just kind of was getting to a point where it's like, all right, all right I'm, I'm tired of Raw revolving around Brock Lesnar and his belt circling Brock Lesnar and Brock Lesnar being like this unbeatable guy. It's like, it's been going on for too long, you know, yeah. and... I'm tired of seeing him with the belt. It's like he shows up on pay-per-views. It's old now. 
You know, yep. and then on top of the fact that you're pairing him with Roman Reigns, who already it just has a lot of heat with the fans, you know, and so it's not working. Cause it's like Brock's supposed to be the heel, but no one likes Reigns, <laughs> so it, it, it's just it's 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 a rough matchup, man. But they're forcing it, and it's just it's not it's not making either guy look good. And so, but as far as the match, I, I thought the ending was cool with you know going out the cage and all of that. Yeah, stuff. that was a good yeah, spot. Yeah, a good spot and everything, but I, I just didn't care. <laughs> yeah. I feel you, and it was controversial to say the least. But uh, you know, Roman is now using it as the uncrowned champion, and uh, Brock. Whenever we see him again, he's just not having the quality of matches that he used to have before. Even even when he first came back, you know, several years ago, he was having quality matches with people. And the last quality match he had was in Hell in a Cell against Undertaker about two years ago. And other than that, Brock has not done much. It's Suplex City, uh, F five, and even those moves aren't protected anymore. So. Uh, you know, yeah, what did it was six F fives in WrestleMania, I think it was. Mm-hmm. One of them when he was completely hard weight bloody. So I mean it's it's tough to but on that show, it was and Jamie Jason said this, it was a big house show. You know, it wasn't supposed to be wrapped around major storyline. It was just enough to get you get everybody on the show and get everybody interested. And on the network I watched it, but it was you know, again, it wasn't a big pay per view, you know what I'm saying? It dragged a little bit, so I just moved on. And other than that, I mean, it was it was okay for what it was, and, and maybe this ten year contract that you're talking about, Jam and Jay, maybe they'll do something a little different next year. Yeah, the greatest Survivor Series. So ten on ten individual <laughs> matches. Uh, Just you know, do a full out WrestleMania there. Why they not? should. Yeah, I'd say uh, the greatest WrestleMania ever. Um, <laughs> so that is the greatest Royal Rumble, and it was on uh, Friday at noon, I think it was. And apparently there were some big cable outages around the, in and around the Baltimore area. Yep. Still kind of having some problems, Jamie and Jay. Still having problems. Yeah. Um, you know, we need to fix that so people can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. But, uh, you know, it was the greatest Royal Rumble. That's what they say. Moving on, Braun won. Uh, let's move on. Anybody else got anything to say about the greatest Royal Rumble at all? Nope. 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 Yep. Done. Nope. Ooh, no. All right. Hey, uh, Bruno San Martino passed away, unfortunately. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer, one of the biggest WWE draws and attractions of all time. Uh, a real man's man, passed away. He was 80-some years old, but he was in the best shape of his life. Mm-hmm. And uh, that man didn't, you know, drink, smoke, do nothing. And, you know, still got 80, 80-some good years out of him. Worked out every day. Um, so, God bless uh, Bruno San Martino. That was uh, sad to see. A lot of people, just a lot of people passing away. Don't like it. Need more people to stay alive. Stay alive. Um, don't forget, later in the show, in segment number three, we're going to talk about the Avengers. So, spoiler alert, again, we are going to spoil it for you. Uh, people might have known what happened on the internet already. Mason Walls, uh, you might not, you know, care too much about the spoilers because, you know, but we're going to talk about it anyway, and I want you to throw it in. But that's going to be on segment number three. Um, but, uh, right now, let's go to Backlash, the first co-branded. Actually, well, technically, Greatest Royal Rumble, I guess, was all branded. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody was on there. Um, So let's talk about that. Backlash. Uh, Quick results. Jump in anywhere, anybody. Uh, Strowman and Lashley were on the second to last match. uh, And they beat Owens and Sami Zayn, which was sort of the come down to the come down. Uh, (laughs) Because it got worse when we got to the main event. But we'll get to that. Daniel Bryan had a uh, pretty good match against Big Cass. And Daniel Bryan won. Daniel Bryan got Big Cass to tap out. Um so Carmella defended her uh, SmackDown Women's Championship against Charlotte, and Carmella won. 
clean, pretty much. I'm going to backtrack real quick. I will say that I like the angle that they're doing with uh, Daniel Bryan and Big Cass. Okay. Like how Cass was coming back at the same time as Bryan. And so he's like, Bryan overshadowed me. You know, and so he's like pissed off about that. Good, okay. Good little jealousy angle there. I like good that. little thing. And Big Cass <laughs> is, uh, you know, he, he is the prototypical WWE superstar. So if it works, it works. Hopefully he can get over without Enzo. Um, that's going to be tough. <sighs> Because him on the mic, um, not it's, yet. I ain't believing it. Nah, it's a little shaky. Yeah, you, you need to be real. I, I, I felt like he um, he was more motivated with uh, Enzo beside him. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever, whenever Enzo goes off, he's like, okay, I'm next. You know what I mean? I'm ready. But, like, right now, I think it might be too soon. But, of course, yeah. we have no choice right now but to, you know, deal with Cass because we don't have Enzo right. anymore. But. And even when even when he broke up with Enzo, he was still working a program with him. Right. So, you know, he was still, like, in that same company, you know. Yeah. But now he's really alone. Enzo, Enzo was cleared. got cleared. That's right. So, Enzo was yeah. cleared. But they're not going to bring him back. But yeah. you know what? Vince never burns a bridge. I, I put that finger to my head with the, you know, you got to think about that. Vince never burns a bridge. You know what I'm talking but about. But Rich Swan got cleared and Rich Swan got he cleared. He did not come back. So. Well, you know, CM Punk, if there's enough money there, he, you never know. I still got that torch for I mean, because Punk, Punk is a real draw, though, compared to Enzo. You know? Enzo's a draw. And he, he, he ain't no CM. You think if, if the big cast comes out there and does this thing, if you don't hear that, if you hear that uh, music, that 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 hip hop kind of music come out, you don't think the crowd will pop their ass off? I mean, they're gonna pop, but if and you, when Enzo gets on the straight hear, talk of Skywalker, come on! If you hear that cult of personality, oh, I pop. The too. roof is gonna go off. I'm gonna agree with uh, Big Ugly because the fact roof. of the matter is, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, Enzo's been gone for how long now? Six months? Yeah, yeah, probably. Never, never heard of Enzo Amore's chance. We still hear CM Punk's chance sometimes. Uh, ain't, ain't How can you be gone ain't for four years and you still get CM Punk? You do. You get CM Punk chance. Now, at one point... Although, my man got accused of rape. So, that could, that that could have something to do with it. Did, well, <laughs> that's see, even more yeah. greater reason to agree with you. Yeah, right. CM Punk, CM Punk. I mean, at one point I, in time, I did hear, oh, Enzo Amore. At once, at a blue moon, but I think they faded it out because they didn't want people to be chanting that on the TV. Although, was there a We Want Enzo chant? There might have been. In the Daniel no, Bryan match? there was in the Daniel Bryan Big Cass match. Yeah. There was a win. Oh, there was a brief minute or two. Oh, I remember yeah. that. That's I why I didn't know that. I have to go right. back and watch that. Listen to that. that. I need uh, to. Uh, yeah, Carmella won clean over Charlotte. She kept, then she kept saying, I beat Charlotte Flair. I beat Charlotte Flair. I beat Charlotte Flair. And she'd be saying it all and night long. Charlotte Flair is now out indefinitely uh, because she has to get surgery. Are you serious? Ooh. Yeah. One what of happened? her one of her breast implants uh, ruptured. So she has During to a match with Charlotte? Or, or during I, a match with Carmella? I don't know when it happened. The report didn't say when it happened, but she's out. Who's dating Charlotte Flair right now? I don't know. It's his fault. Or it's her fault. <laughs> it's somebody's fault. <laughs> yeah. Damn it! So, so, oh, that's their biggest. Uh, that's our main women attraction. Yeah, man. So, who's going to take up the reins on SmackDown other than Carmella? They're going to need Car- uh, probably like Becky Lynch. Oh, I hope so. Or Oscar. Oscar's uh, there. there you go. Where's Oscar been at? They need to get no, her. Nobody back. ready for Oscar. Uh, apparently, everybody is. Has she, because, yeah, because the she, streak's over. She hasn't had a match though since WrestleMania, right? She was a uh, tag with Becky Lynch. Oh, okay, and they yeah. faced uh, what was it? I might have been Carmella and. Uh, Somebody I can't yeah. remember who I'm sorry, I fell off the SmackDown, but they uh, but they lost though. Becky got pinned, so that means Oscar lost again. I don't know if but you guys did. already covered this uh, as far as WrestleMania. I'm pretty sure you guys talked about WrestleMania, but Go ahead. ever since that for Oscar, they, uh, you know, she's not the same anymore. You know what I mean? Like I still believe in her. It's yeah. Just that WWE. I felt like they dropped the ball with that. I felt like she probably should have won the title at Mania uh-huh. and probably got beat right. You know, at the next event 
for it. Okay. That, that would have kept her intact. It would have been better them. for Carmella to beat her with the briefcase. Yeah. Because that doesn't take away the legitimacy. It's like she had to, you know, take advantage of the situation. Yeah. Charlotte yeah. beat her clean. Yeah, clean, clean, clean. Real like, clean. Mr. Clean. Yeah. Clean. Yeah. <laughs> didn't Asuka tap? Yeah. <clears throat> I think Asuka tapped, didn't yes. she? Or she did, did she get pinned? I thought she got tapped at a uh, figure eight. I think she got tapped. Yeah. Yes, yes. I uh, yeah. super disagree. Uh, yeah, that's not a good move because uh, Oscar's Oscar's weak right now. Uh, yeah, real weak. She was on what? She uh, as far as I'm concerned, they were just here in Baltimore, May eighth, right? Yeah, SmackDown. Right. She was in a dark match. Oh my God, Oscar! She in was a in dark a dark match. match. Dark, right. as in we didn't see it, yeah. as in they, I found out. They, wow. <laughs> wow. They must be planning something for her. Maybe. I hope like, so. Yeah. They need to push her soon because yeah. can't, you can't push everybody yeah. to the moon at the same time, Understood. but they, they need to use her. <laughs> I, like, I, legit, keep her at least on TV. Keep her yeah. in the focus. I agree with Mason. Though. I think that uh, I, I feel like Charlotte was the right person to take the streak. I feel like... That makes mm-hmm. sense, but now she's out. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. long did it take to fix the breast? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's dirty and it's ugly. That's what we talk oh, about here. God. How long it take to fix one? I don't know. It's going to be a couple months. They just said the report just says indefinitely. So indefinitely. I think the problem is that it's happened and she has to find out, you know, what the surgery is going to be and how long to recover. That's very titillating. That yeah. is the breast decision that they ever made. Yeah. I, damn it. <laughs> if I had a nipple I'll for every your, time. <laughs> I'll keep you abreast of the situation. Yes, yes please do. Um, Nia Jax. Went over on Alexa uh, after Alexa did her little moments of bliss, which I actually kind of like those segments on I, Raw. I, when I she, enjoyed those. Uh, but uh, uh, Nia went over, and uh, Alexa is now being beaten twice by Nia. Um, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, better match than I expected it to be. Jeff kept the uh, United States Championship at this point in time. Uh, Seth and The Miz, best match of the night. Kicked yeah. off, Intercontinental Championship, yeah. best match, great back and forth. And all, all downhill from there. I was just going to say, in hindsight, once the pay-per-view was over, I wish that would have closed the pay-per-view. Yes. That should have been the closer. It should have been. Yeah. Right. I agree. Because that, that was the best match. Can I get Miz into the WWE title picture? I feel like he's ready yeah. for that scene. What, what, the, no? I, no, no, no. I, I agree. At this point, he's evolved to a level where he can actually handle it this time. When they did it then, I was like, nah. Yeah. You, should, you shouldn't nah, be WWE champion. Now, as like being an eight-time Intercontinental champion, he's more than ready yeah. for it. Are they going to do it? You I don't know. know. But they right. need a heel to run with the title now. AJ Styles has had it for so long. He needs something to fight up from underneath. Uh, I don't yeah. think Shinsuke is going to be the one to take the title from him because he doesn't need it. He can be a heel and a no-speaker English <laughs> and get that out of the way. And, and that was uh, the... Uh, you know the double. Actually, it was a double DQ. It was actually two low blows, two kicks to the groin that ended that match, the no disqualification match. But um, what was that? Third to last, I think it was on the show. Yeah, so because uh, then it, then it was the Braun for and uh, Lashley versus Sami. So that I mean I, that match could have closed the show. But yeah, Intercontinental Championship, Seth Rollins, The Miz, flawless. I can't find one thing wrong with that match. Both guys at the top of their game. Uh, Miz just, you know, wife just having a baby. But Miz has hardly ever been injured in his life, if ever. Yeah, and yeah. Seth Rollins is coming back and bringing everything that he's got back. Oh, match yeah, Rollins all. is like on top again, yeah. man. Oh, he's, yeah. yeah. Give him that universal title. He'll be back to the way he used to be when he was, you know, WWE champion. Man. But, you know, right now, of course, Brock is untouchable. So, with that being said, Damn, you shit. know, they should have put Seth on uh, SmackDown for all that. They could have had a good uh, Seth and AJ Styles thing going on. They could have. Oh, you know, absolutely. Yeah. You know. That would have been great. Yeah. But now uh, you got uh, you got all this leading into the Money in the Bank. They're having qualifying matches for the Money in the Bank, uh, and as we said, it's going to be eight superstars in each, and they're going to be a combination of four Raw, 
four SmackDown. It's four men and four men, four women and four women. Um, so whoever climbs up, and now they say it, whoever grabs the briefcase, they're going to take it back to their brand and challenge for their championship whenever they choose. But theoretically, that could change. They could jump shows like Mason was talking about earlier. We could find the jump from Raw to SmackDown, and it, it could be a surprise. You never know because they could shake things up at any time. But uh, Money in the Bank is always a fun little thing that's going to happen on Father's Day on the 17th of June. Uh, so, you know, we're going to talk about that in later podcasts. But uh, I went going down this uh, quick results, who's got something to say about Backlash? Somebody, anybody in the show it. itself? Jamie Jason. One, one more thing about The Miz. Go for it. Pair him up with Big Cass. Pair him up with Big Cass. Okay. Have Cass be the diesel of the bodyguard to ah. Shawn Michaels. That'll keep him off the mic and yep. in the mainstream. Yep. You said pair him up with The Miz? Yeah. I like it, man. I like it. Yeah. I like it. That's good. Because Miz works well when he has someone with him. Yeah. Like yep. yeah. Yeah. And I like what the Mistraz is doing now, by the way. They're going around and trying to get involved in every group yeah. that ever, ever that's, existed. That's good. That's <laughs> they good. put their hands out in front to try to be the shield, and they're like, uh-huh. nah, that ain't going to work. Yeah. So, and it was interesting, going back to the Greatest Royal Rumble, talking about the Mistrage, there were 50 people in that match. There was a whole lot of B&C superstars like Mid-Carters and NXT people that were on in that Rumble that I forgot had their own theme music, that forgot had their own stuff. Um, you know, uh, Curtis Axel, one of them. Uh, Bo Dallas, another one. Mm-hmm. Lots of NXT superstars. Uh, you know, just give them something to do, man. But, uh, yeah, give them no- – we need another Mistrage. At least somebody. <clears throat> Find who's not working on SmackDown right now, what's not working, and put him in Mistrash. Have it happen. But you know it's all leading eventually to Miz and Daniel Bryan. One it, day that's going to happen. It is funny. Um, even though this is probably a little bit left field. But the Miz, Tangent. The Miz, the Miz is actually a really great worker. Remember um, Miz and um, Damian Sandow? That was like the Absolutely. greatest thing ever at one point. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, next yeah, thing you yeah. know... Boom, Sandow's gone. Yep. I'm like, golly, you know, like Miz Dow. Yeah, Miz Dow. Love that. And he ended up in Impact Wrestling for a cup of coffee, as they say, and yeah. disappeared. Yeah. So we're kind of watching Impact Wrestling on the background on TV. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're doing something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're trying to do something. You know, <laughs> trying to stay in business. They're, they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they they still got uh, the Impact Zone down in Florida. That's another place you could uh, you hit yourself down in Florida. Hey, Universal man. Studios, man, go to the Impact Zone. <laughs> That's still. You know, on Pop TV, they're still out there, still doing something. And they're still doing pay-per-views at once every couple of months. Absolutely. And you have to buy it, actually, on pay-per-view. They have, a, like, the GWN or whatever it is, the streaming network, but yeah. uh, they got pay-per-views that you can buy. The, the, the matches are decent. There's just not a lot of interest over there because they don't have the huge names anymore because all those people are now in NXT. Right. Kurt Angle with the greatest line ever. I heard TNA is hiring. Yeah. On the, on the Raw. Oh, man, that, that was awesome. Yeah. That was beautiful. <clears throat> and, I mean, they lost Bobby Lashley, so. They did. Oh, that was one of them. But they can game. have him back. Lost EC3. <laughs> they lost. They lost did you see on Monday Night Raw the big governors, uh, Renee, a young sit down with Bobby Lashley, and he was talking about his family, yeah. talking about his past. Yeah. That was interesting. That was the first time they actually let him talk this time. Yeah. And I, I never seen them do, like, a backstory on him when he was in WWE the first time. They did. I never seen a backstory. I'm like, wow, this is the first time I'm seeing, like, clips of him actually doing the, you know, wrestling in college and uh, yeah. military and all that. I'm like, wow, they never showed all of this. So, yeah, that was, it was kind of yeah. interesting. So Very they do something with him. This time? This time? This time. I'd like to see them turn him heel, honestly. He's, He's a good heel in uh, Impact. He, he was a good heel. He talked a little too much, and he was kind of too nice when he talked. He needs a mouthpiece. I'd like to see him go with Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar go back to UFC. You talking about Lashley? Yes. <laughs> nice. See what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd like to see Heyman come out to say, I've got this Three hundred pounds, something, anything, Lashley, or you know, Vince Russo, come yeah. out, bro. 
<laughs> we need bro. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I felt like if you take Lashley and put him with Heyman, he just becomes Lesnar 2.0. That's fine. He can work his ass off. Yeah, he'll do more he, than he's, he's got, like, he's got the MMA right background. He's got it's, the wrestling it's a, background. It's a right there. He'll show yeah. up every Monday, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he'll show up. Take that hit. Lashley show up. You know what? I'm telling you. Oh man, so let, let's put a bow on uh, Backlash, the greatest Royal Rumble. Uh, anybody got anything else to say about anybody or anything going on to these pay-per-views? Y'all? Uh, I mean, as a first co-branded pay-per-view, it wasn't horrible. I mean, I don't know. Give it give it a set of stars out of five. It's about three. All right, Mason. Good three and a half. Okay. I'm going to go two and a half. Okay. Just for the match arrangement. I think if you shuffled it around a little bit differently. Yeah, yeah. See, I I'm been, still stuck and hung up on uh, Seth and Miz. That's why I gave it three and a half. And that's high. where you yep. take it yep. so high. It's yeah. great to have a good first match, but you got to take it down and up and down oh. and up and down and up. So that was the best match on the show. And the one thing we didn't mention, right away when Roman won, they did a pan at the crowd. No one was cheering. People just leaving. People were right walking away. Yeah, walking yeah, away. Yeah, that, was, that was the report that. that people uh, were leaving. Yeah, yeah, I hated to see that. They were actually, and you know, and we, we talked about this even in independent wrestling. You want to stay till the end of the show. You want to respect Absolutely. the people. But, you you know, you paid for your ticket. You can do whatever you want. But Absolutely. when people in the main event see people leaving, uh, that's one of the reasons I believe that Roman and Samoa Joe went to so many rest holds. Because if you watch that match back, it's 22 minutes long. It's way too fucking long. Pardon my yeah. language. No, no. It's way too long. Um, is that the well, I guess that's one F-bomb for that. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't even say it. But you could see so many rest holds. Like, Joe started off hot. It was a hot start. Um, it looked like it was going to be the knockdown drag out that the, the promos were building up to it because Joe had some great promos leading up to it. Mm-hmm. And then the match just dragged and dragged. And then Joe got beat clean. So, I, I went to the bathroom, came back, and they were still in the same hole, weren't yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, the rear chin lock, yeah. the reverse chin lock, and the headlocks, that's all it, it was. was. Yeah. Watch that back. Yeah. It's a 22-minute match, and 12 of it was rest holds. Yeah. Go ahead. Does, I, I, does, a question for Mason, but go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Mason. I'm sorry. No, I just wanted to ask you about a rest hold. Oh. The um, validity, because we haven't talked about this in a while. And keep that thought, Big Ugly. We're going to come right back yeah. to you. What? Now, this is the main event. Yeah. You got a rest hold every other couple minutes. I don't, I don't mind a rest hold when it looks like it's meant to be there. You need to communicate. You need to slow down. You need to you know regroup. You need a referee to tell you something out of the earpiece. Yeah. But I don't believe it should be as long as it was. And so often in the main event of the built-up champion, uh, not even a championship match, the built-up match at the men. Tell me about rest holds and talk about it in relation to this match. Um. I agree with you as far as uh, the rest holds in the main event. Like, you don't really see a whole lot of them. But if you do, you know, it leads to something big, yeah. usually. Um, rest holds, you know, we know why they're there. Yeah. We know what they're there for. And they serve their purpose when, you know, when uh, applied correctly. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, you can catch a guy like me in a rest hold probably a few, you know, few times often but you know I'm a, I'm a developing guy so that's fine right but, but the, the look on your face and the charisma when you're in or uh, when you have a rest hold on yeah. you you make it mean something make it known just exactly. like you, know, you, you pull you like know, you, you, like, you know if you're in the hold you selling but if you have the hold you gripping yeah, you know you what I'm saying you, you, are you wrenching it. you're showing it on your face absolutely you're, you're waving the dreads absolutely. everything you're absolutely. making it you're not just sitting there those two were like Dead fish. It was dead. It was like you said. There was no playing to the crowd like Hogan used to do. He played to the crowd. Yeah, they'd, they'd raise the arm up one, two, three, and then Something. keep it up on the third. You know, Absolutely. it wouldn't drop on the third time, Absolutely. and then he walk up. And I got a feeling that they when as they looked and they saw the crowd leaving, both of them just kind of went into. I don't want to say they went into business for themselves because WWE got so many handcuffs on. You can't do that, but they just they just went off. 
they just it, it bored me. I'm sorry. And I love both of those guys and yeah. for a lot of different reasons. But Big Ugly, I'm sorry. We cut you off. What were you going to say? Was it relation to this? or Yeah, was it I, was, I was just going to say, like, given the fans' attitude towards, like, the Reigns matches, you know, and the backlash. <laughs> no pun intended. intended. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you change things yet, or do you just still just keep trotting along with, you know, pushing Reigns? They they're gonna they're gonna wear reins out on us. I, I think it's time for change. Yeah, they wanted it to work so bad. It's, it's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. as as a fan watching WWE, they wanted to work so bad. It's not working, but you still wanted to work. Yeah. You can't force feed it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which they have been. It's just like if it's not working, time to make a change. Like I've heard a lot of people say that Reigns will be in such a great predicament if he was a heel. Then then all that you know all the booze. They can be accepted. That's my cheers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm a bad guy, those boos are my cheers, and I'm doing my job. You know, as of right now, it's just that it, it, way overdone, way too long. You know, like way too long that they're trying to get Reigns to. You know, he, Reigns is talented. He's a he's a he's a good looking guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's a talented guy. I feel like he's good. I yeah. mean, I feel like he he doesn't get enough credit. You know, he's just there doing exactly what you know what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah, but he's not getting the credit, and it's just like it's not working. Change it. Changed up. Yeah, change it. Yeah. Jim and Jay? I would agree. Yeah, and I, would, I would agree. And I do want to point out one cool thing in that match. The mm-hmm. um, drive-by into the Kohina clutch. Okay. That was a pretty cool spot. You know, that was a cool spot. Guys are talented, that almost woke me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was going to kick into high gear, but then I think they went into another wrestle once they got back <laughs> yeah, into the ring. You know, they did. Like, yeah. uh, I, I say, and you know, you got, uh, there's a flow and an ebb and a flow to, to a match, but I mean, when you got... You try to kick it in and then you just go back to the rest hold. And I'm talking like four or five minutes of a rest hold where Too nobody's long. moving, yeah. doing Ooh. nothing. I'm just like, why? And it's like after a three and a half hour pay per view, yes. an hour of a kickoff show, like it's 11 o'clock, I'm it's ready to high. go. Yeah. Come on, man. Fin- yeah, and get something hot to end this thing. I mean, like I said, they should just swap those two. That would have been a good 10 minute opening match. Absolutely. Trim it down to 10 minutes. Have that be your opening match. I would have seen Samoa Joe come out first or yeah. Roman Reigns come out first yeah. and get yeah. the crowd Absolutely. hot that way. Yeah. Absolutely. That was a good, more of a kickoff match. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, before we uh, tied bow on this, Big Ugly, anything else about backlash? No. No pun intended. Yeah, no. All right. Well, I tell you what, we're going to take one more break and we still got some time here on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the Avengers. We're going to talk about uh, the 50th episode of Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast one more time. And uh, we're going to tighten it all up here with the uh, the gun show, Mason Walls, who has graced us with his presence here today. I appreciate so, it. So uh, we appreciate you. Take us into break, Jam and Jason. Say something witty and great. Uh, <laughs> you stumped me. That was it. You stumped, you stumped. me. We'll be right back. <laughs>
Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Yep. Uh, yep. One more time. I'm Dirty Mike. And I'm the Big Ugly. And I'm Tammy Jason. And the Gun Show Mason Walls. And yep. I was, <laughs> I was just like, yeah. Oh, man. We have a great conversation on this podcast. Uh, we always love talking. Our podcast number 49 on our way to number 50, as we've talked about several times in this show. Uh, Sunday, May 20th, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., right here live in the mansion. Uh, get a hold of us on Facebook, Dirty Ugly Wrestling, uh, on uh, Instagram, Dirty Ugly Podcast, Twitter, Dirty Ugly Podcast, Dirty Ugly Wrestling at gmail.com. Please be a part of the 50th podcast. We rent down a whole list of people, and all of you guys are, of course, invited. Big Ugly, I know you'll be here. Obviously. I mean, you know, we got to be here. Yeah. We're not right. We're not wrong. We're just in charge. So <laughs> this is our podcast. We're just hosting. We're just hosting. That's right. That's gonna be a it's gonna be a cluster. Let me tell you something. We, we usually have bullet points. It's, it's overbooked. There's gonna be a lot. It's really overbooked. Talk about the greatest dirty, ugly wrestling podcast of all time. Somebody gonna trip up the steps. Somebody gonna tap on the table, which we talk about. Oh my god! And, and we're gonna go on so many tangents. We're gonna have people all around here. We're gonna have people in the living room. It's gonna be a big party, man. Um, it's going to be fun. So, Jam and Jason, you going to be here? Oh, yeah. You're going to be, be here. Yeah. Mason, you're welcome to come, too. I know you're busy, man. You'll uh, be in Florida for some time. But... Uh, well, you know, I'll be back uh, Sunday. I'll be back Sunday. Well, so I'll be back. Happen to get off the plane and make your way to the mansion? Oh, yeah. We'll send a limo for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. Oh, appreciate it. Yeah, man. So, please join us for the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and iTunes. i, I got to switch them up once in a while. I don't like one over the other. Yeah. It's just we're on all four platforms. Yeah. So we got to give them all props. So let's talk about hey Coke Zero by the way. Coke Zero is right. awesome. Uh, you know sponsor. Yeah, they <laughs> are. And let's talk about this on something else to wrestle with. Bruce Pritchard on the WWE Network. Uh, Conrad Thompson was actually drinking a Coke Zero. So uh, they almost screwed up and showed the can because I don't think Coke Zero or Coca Cola is paying WWE or vice versa. Almost showed it, but I saw it because I saw the black outline and I saw the red, and I was like, "That's Coke Zero." Have you been watching that? Like, because I mean, like I saw I saw a few of them, but they're they're the podcasts that they've already done. Like they've been covering stuff that they've already done before. So right, they, just, they're on the archives on something to wrestle, uh, but uh, on the actual iTunes or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah, the actual. But some people don't have you know, access or don't have that, but yeah. they have the network. So they're going back and rehashing some things like WrestleMania 14 or uh, the Mega Powers or the right. Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, yeah. Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Got the Million Dollar Belt, double in their wallet. That's about fourteen ninety nine right there. That's my... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, this is the mansion, but, you know, the toy versions of the belts look just the same as the actual <laughs> just, replicas that cost so hundreds of dollars. Yes. I'm telling you. I don't wear them. You know, normally I, I collect them. I collect championship belts. Now I'm actually looking for the um, the Hulk Hogan 1987 uh, Andre the Giant Hulk Hogan, the one that was before the Wind Eagle Championship. Ah, okay. yeah. I want that World Heavyweight Wrestling Championship belt. And I want the one from 1984 with the big uh, gold plates and the big green felt yeah. belt, yeah. Uh, the Iron Sheik uh, Hulk Hogan belt. That's the one I want. So that's my next. So if you all find it out there, Hit me up. Hit us up on Dirty Ugly Wrestling where we can find it. Because Mason Wall's still looking around. You're going to be looking around for a while. We got 27 rooms. So, I mean, I don't have as many rooms as the Mansion 2.0, but we got rooms. No, you got enough. We got 28. If I, if I got a crash, you got enough. <laughs> That's right. You got a couch. Two couches. Got couches. Yeah. Seats, you know, yeah, you know. got all kinds of stuff. All kinds of Man, stuff. Man, I'm telling you. We have a good time here at the Mansion. Hey, uh, let's uh, switch gears a Talk little bit here. Talk about some spoilers. Let's, uh, and again, we talked about this earlier in the podcast. We're going to spoil this for you. 
If we haven't, Matt Seidel, I worked with him too. By the way, he's on TV on Impact Wrestling. That's a that's a tangent. A uh, tangent, real quick. I've been seeing, I've been watching Impact in the background. Yes. And I noticed that they they're having like a lot of lucha doors. Is this like their new trend? Like they're they are actually uh, teamed up with Lucha Underground. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that kind of happened. Uh, started shortly before WrestleMania, and then went down to New Orleans. They had a, a yeah. like co-branded, if yeah. you want to call it, show yeah. at WrestleCon. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> yeah, and they had the Lucha Underground superstars versus the uh, Impact superstars, uh, and it's actually pretty good depth to their roster now, and both. Because you can only see both shows one time a week on one channel. Absolutely. So it spreads out their content. And I think on season four of Lucha Underground, which is currently in tapings, they're going to send some Impact people over there. Nice. So that I should be good. good. That, that should be good for Impact. Yeah, that's good for Impact. Good for all. Yeah. They just need a little bit more uh, a little bit more depth on the roster, a little bit more storylines people to get into. Because uh, their biggest things are gone. Like they had the Broken Hardy storyline. Uh, then Hardys yeah. came over WWE. Yep. And they had the Bobby Lashley with yeah. all them and they. They came over to WWE. You know, yeah. EC3 came over to WWE. I uh, mean, everybody's in the WWE now. Everyone's in WWE. Um, but yeah, yeah, you should watch it. Pop TV. Big Ugly. Yep, it's not bad. Pretty good matches. Um, let's go against spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, turn the podcast off right now. Go and listen to our archives on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Because we're going to talk about the Avengers. Infinity War. That was released recently. Everyone died. Um, almost. 50%. 50% of the people <laughs> faded away into ashes or something. Now, uh, what, what we we're talking offline right before we started this. Mason Walls, what were you saying was the reaction for people online? Uh, you know, a lot of people were uh, butthurt. That, right, know? that hashtag butthurt. butthurt. Yes, man. In their um, feelings, if you will. So yeah, yeah. tell us what they were saying. Like you, you, you're big on the social media. You got all your uh, Mason Walls gun show, all that kind of stuff. What were you seeing? Hate? Um, I, just, I've I've seen uh, just just basic stuff like a lot of friends saying, "Look, if you're if you're uh, if you're gonna spoil the movie for me, yada yada, yada I will unfriend and yeah. block you." People yeah. were really serious yeah, wow. about this, and I'm sitting here like, "Hey, man, chill. It, you know, it's, it's, it's a it's, movie. It's, okay. yeah. it's a movie. It's it's fake. You know, it's it's work." You know, at the end of the day. <laughs> this is more of a work than professional wrestling yeah, is. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm the like, same way. I want to watch Raw. I don't want to look at Facebook and see what happened. I want to watch Raw and fast forward through it so I can watch it in 30 minutes. Or you can watch it on Hulu and watch half of it. But yeah, see what I'm saying? See, but that's the thing. It's a movie. People are taking it so damn seriously. Big Ugly, you're you're a fan. You're you're a comic book fan. You're a Marvel fan. We talked about you know um, Doctor Strange and all this other stuff that we had on Netflix. All of these individual characters getting their own shows. You saw the movie. Yes. Let's talk about did you enjoy the movie, number one. And number two, were you butthurt after this movie was over? Um, so, number one, yes, I did enjoy the movie. Good. I definitely rank it in my top three of Marvel movies. That I agree. It was um, one of the best Marvel movies ever. Yeah. Go ahead. So, as far as... Well, I'll rank my top three. So, number one is Winter Soldier. Number two is Black Panther. And then Infinity Wars. I'm kind of... I'm kind of surprised at that one. Black Panther's not number one? No, Black Panther's not number one. Oh, because I'm black? That's so not no. what I was saying. Oh, I no, because when we talked about Black Panther no. on this podcast, yeah, no, we, no. we talked about an hour, and I, I just didn't know you were uh, up to Winter Soldier. Like, no, yeah. Winter it's a great so- movie. Man, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. When I saw Black Panther, I was like, man, this this thing was good. See, that's it was good. I did see. Right. Okay, good. So Black Panther was Black Panther was it. But I'm like, Winter Soldier is like, I, I don't feel like no Marvel movies topping Winter Soldier. Okay. I love Winter Soldier. Fair like, enough. Yeah. So, but okay. So that's so, your top yeah. three. Now go ahead. So, butthurt. I was not. I was not butthurt, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why. Because listen, 
you, if you look at some of the people that vanished at the end of the movie, it's like you already know that these people signed on for two and three more movies. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure Disney isn't going to kill off their you know biggest grossing IP. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so, these are the people. Or that's else taking, Marvel will be over. Right. Exactly. So I mean, <laughs> you're looking at Spider Man. You're looking at Black Panther, Doctor Strange. You know, these are the three right here. Just them alone that's going to carry Phase Four Marvel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So as soon as they go, it's like, why are you butter? It's like no reason. You Batista know, like, died, man. Right. Yeah. Why Drax died? Drax, right. Yeah. Why Drax got to die? Yeah. Why but, is Gamora? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am Gru. Um, apparently, Vin Diesel had to do that in like fifty different languages. The the, the I am Gru kind of thing. Yeah. Because it was uh, you know this movie going all job. over the world. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. But that was Vin Diesel. Yeah. He got paid for that. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, look. So big ugly. I'm gonna come back to you. But uh, as far as this movie, you, you thought it was good. I appreciate you. Uh, everybody, half the people died. A lot of people. But that was my point exactly. Uh, we already. If you're a Marvel fan, if you're a universe fan, you know Black Panther. All these people signed on for so many more. They're coming back. You know, and they didn't die. It's not like they died. They disintegrated. They right. they faded away. Yeah. And. It works well within the story. Sure. You know, what What did he say he wanted to do? He wanted to sit back and watch the sunset and relax. And right. That's exactly what he did. And you know that they have the Soul Stone, which obviously, it showed that there's a soul world. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm just imagining that that's probably where the souls are kept. It's the greatest Avengers movie ever. Now, there are some people that I don't know are coming back, like Vision. You know, he's one that it's like, I don't know if they're going to get Vision back, you know. Um, they wrapped a lot of this movie yeah. around Vision. Gamora, she's another one, you know. Um, I don't know if we'll, we'll get her back. Well, she got thrown off the cliff. But right, y'all but saw, y'all knew it was coming. Yeah. And he was toiling when he did that because he was like, well, you know what? Hey, you're, you know. He toiled, but he did it. But he felt it, though. I feel I, so awful that, like, I'm just ruining this for Mason. Even though you said you didn't mind, but it's like... No, you, you <laughs> still gonna watch it. You know what it is? I need to watch it now because I'm, I'm hearing a lot of stuff that I'm like, yeah. wow, I would want to see what it is. Who got thrown off a cliff? Like, what? <laughs> All right. Thing is, um, it, actually, I'm just one of those uh, people that don't, like... Uh, they don't get their mood. I mean, I don't have my mood ruined by hearing the stuff. I still have to see it. Right. Because you, know, you got to know how it got there. I can't right. envision so I won't yeah. know how I got there. You're just throwing bits and pieces. Yeah. I mean, I could, in the next 30 minutes, I won't even remember this conversation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, so, you know, you're going to remember it because we're going to have it on iTunes, Stitcher, right. SoundCloud, and TuneIn Radio. We're going to tag what? you on it well, so you can listen to it. Well, I'm going to remember by then. But at the same time, <laughs> seeing the movie and hearing about it is two different things. For yeah, me. we okay. you know what we mean? could so, give you the spoilers, but you got to get there. You got to see how it got there yeah, and, exactly. and Jamie Jason I want to get your thoughts on the Avengers but this is what happened when I turned on the greatest Royal Rumble I turned it on at rough little after five o'clock on the day it was on so it was still running live quote-unquote I saw the first thing I saw when I turned on my network was Braun Strowman holding the damn trophy uh, in the belt so I was like well shit now I know who already I know who won but oh pardon me I gotta know how it got there yeah. and there were so many more stories to be told in that Royal Rumble Daniel Bryan rest last in one hour and 16 minutes getting the shit chopped out of him by Roderick Strong wow. I am sorry I'm cursing up a storm here but uh, you know and there were so many other you know different little stories to tell in that match um, but you find out how Braun Strowman actually won and then you know I had to see Titus World Slide you know I had to see that <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, you know anyway so it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. Got to hashtag that one. Absolutely. Uh, Jim and Jason, so did you enjoy the movie? What did you think? And were you butthurt? I'm going to keep using it, Mason. I was not butthurt. That's not butthurt? Not butthurt. I tremendously enjoyed the movie. I thought it was an awesome movie. 
And I kind of felt like at the end, almost like I, the very first time I saw Empire Strikes Back. It's like, you know, things are down, things are... But it ain't over. Very it's good correlation. Over. Yeah. Very it is a good correlation. Like carbonite, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, Han. I like so, that. But you know they have to go rescue Han at some point. You know, there's mm-hmm. more, so... It's gotta be I more like to it. it. Yeah. yeah. They left all the original Avengers. Yeah. So that was interesting. Avengers. They left the originals, so what What was that about? Was that just... Uh, I, think that the, I think that what they want to do is they want to bring the last movie back to the core, which yeah. is the original Avengers. Because it's like, you've added in all of these other elements. You've added in Doctor Strange. You added in the Guardians of the Galaxy and all these other people like, you know, Scarlet Witch and, you know, Vision. But it's like, I think that they want to bring it back to that first team that we saw in the first Avengers. Mm-hmm. Your Thor, Hulk, Iron Man, Captain America, Scarlet, uh, uh, not Scarlet Witch, uh, Black, Widow. Black Widow. And then I think they're going to bring Hawkeye back into it. And, you know, you want to see those six going at it. And, of course, they're going to bring Ant-Man to mm-hmm. yeah. Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that that's where they're. And I think that's a good idea. And now, is that movie the last Marvel Universe movie as far as the the Avengers? Is that the last one? So as of right now, yes, they might do an they might do another Avengers movie, but it will likely feature the Phase Four characters, which will be like your Black Panther, sure. Doctor Strange, Spider Man. Um, Captain Marvel, who's right. coming out next year. Right. So these characters might team up for an Avengers movie, but I think your original Avengers are done after this. It's some of the contracts are time. running out. You know, um, Chris Hemsworth said he doesn't mind still playing Thor, but I hope know, not. Yeah, that that's an awesome role for yeah. him. Yeah, I know Chris Evans, Captain America. He he definitely wants out. Like he's yeah. he's he's pretty much, he's ready to. That's a damn shame. Put down the mantle. So it's a yeah. damn shame. Yeah. What about uh, Robert Downey Jr.? I think Robert Downey Jr. is cool. I mean, the guy's like the highest paid guy in yeah. Hollywood next to The Rock. Right. You know, I mean, he's getting crazy amounts of money, and he doesn't really have to do much. You know, <laughs> I mean, most of his, when, you know, he's in the CGI suit. You know, yeah. it's not like he has to work out hard and stay in shape, you know, and he's getting crazy money, so. This franchise pretty much saved his career. I mean, right, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah right. absolutely yeah. did. 11 years ago, yeah. you know, before. Right. So what about you, Jam and Jason? Anything else stand out for you for this Avengers movie? Uh, good, bad, otherwise indifferent? Oh, very good. I mean, I just love seeing all the different planets. You know, I love how they brought it back to Earth, Wakanda, the big war. I mm-hmm. mean, just so many great visuals in the movie. It's it's worth seeing, absolutely. It's yeah. worth seeing. And you yeah. got to see it for all the witty banter back and yeah. forth yep. between all the different universes. Right. And, it, it's and I was phenomenal. just going to say, it's one of those movies I'm probably going to go back and see one more time. On I would love to. Oh, wow. Yeah. I do yeah. want to see it again. I see it once now. I do want to see it again on a big screen. I will say the good thing that I like about this, something that I feel like Marvel's been incorporating too much of is this idea of bathos. And bathos is undercutting dramatic moments with comedy, right? And ha- have you guys seen Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Thor Ragnarok was full of it. Yes, and I absolutely. And I couldn't stand it. <laughs> it was okay? too much of it, It was though. too much, you know. Too much um, Gaga. Way too much, right. <laughs> exactly. But you're getting that with a lot of Marvel films. I felt like this Infinity Wars brought a good balance it back did. to it, you know. Um, because I had been waiting. My thing with some of these superhero movies is that I started feeling like there were no stakes. Like, I just always knew the hero was just going to win. You know, it, it, because you're getting so much comedy, it's like there's no way they're not going to, like, get out of this. Right. But this movie from the jump, when you see Thanos choke the hell out of uh, uh, Loki, <laughs> you're like, damn. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where are we going with this? So, you know, I, I, I like that. I like that they brought, like, some actual drama. 
you know, Tom Holland as Spider-Man, he did a great job at he the did. end, you know, with the, you know, pleading with Stark or whatever before he went, so. I still got, yeah. for some reason, a Toby Tobey Maguire Spider-Man in my mind, and I can't get rid of that because I, it was out for so long. I understand that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand that. But, and he played it differently. than All these people, different people that have played Spider-Man have played yeah. it differently. Same thing with the people playing Spider-Man and the D, uh, Superman in the DC universe. They all play it differently. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I Same, prefer the uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man the best. I think okay. the Amazing was Spider-Man cool. was, was cool. the best, was the best cool. Spider-Man. And that was a good movie. That was a good movie, too. Yeah, that first one. Um, so, uh, you you brought it up. Loki. All right. Um, is he dead? Is he gone? I think Loki's gone. I think that... I, and a person, I feel like it was a good conclusion to his character, given that we've seen the same thing from Loki. Like, a lot. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like he finally goes out trying to be Mr. Trickster, and he thought he could get Thanos and... He's done, and it, and it, and it kind of finished off, you know, the Asgardians, you know, not all of them because they said Valkyrie got away, yeah. and, you know, half the Asgardians. But it's like you know, you leave Thor to be by himself. He doesn't have Heimdall anymore. He doesn't have Loki, you know. And now he has to like find a way to lead his people, you know, by himself. So you mentioned another name right there. Did did, did that death get downplayed because of Loki dying five minutes uh, away from that Heimdall? Yeah. I think that I think that Heimdall got a good death, and I'm gonna tell you why. Number one, he he's not he hasn't truly been a huge character. He's yeah. been a, a side character in all the Thor movies, you know. And then he was in the one Avengers Avengers two, right? But I think it gave him a nice honorable death because you know his last wish is that you know he pleaded for one more. Uh, he wanted some dark magic, and he sent you know uh, Hulk back to Earth, mm-hmm. and then and then he dies, you know. And I feel like I feel like that was decent. It, it was no matter what, it was going to get overshadowed by Loki. By Loki, right? Loki's just a bigger character than yeah. Heimdall. I mean, and that was pretty early on in the movie, too. So uh, yeah, it was like the beginning. Yeah. Relatively early. Yeah. It's like, holy shit, like, yeah. man, that was big. Speaking of, Josh Brolin did a great job um, as Thanos. Yes, he did. Yes. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Now, now, most of that Thanos, of course, that's... I don't know how that works into CG and, you know, how that works in, you know, his, his facial recognitions and voiceovers and whatever. But, I mean, I was honestly sympathetic to the Thanos character. Even though he is evil, even though he killed a lot of people, and even though he caused the, quote-unquote, disintegration of half of the, the damn Avengers, I felt for the guy. Like, yeah, he believed... They built what, some sympathy for him, right? Yes. Yeah, definitely. I be- he, that character believed what he was doing was for the right reason. He was saving... And that makes a great villain. Yeah, right. yeah. absolutely. you got to believe in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. makes a great heel, Mason. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. It's going to you got to believe in what you're doing, <laughs> but also believe that what you're doing is for the good yeah. of, of everyone, you know? That's what, and that's what he thought, you know, uh, pretty much all the way through collecting all of the stones. And... Uh, and, and by the way, the stones are such a great concept too. Uh, every stone can change time, space, everything, soul. Uh, it's just so good. Jamie, Jason, uh, I want to ask your opinion about this. Um, so we we got the Loki death really early on. Um, we we got a whole lot of I don't say a lot of death, but we got a lot of uh, a lot of disintegration. Um, do you the movie coming out next year, 2019, right? Yep. <laughs> and that's going to be. Um, the next one. Uh, are you ready for that? Do you see this all coming full circle and, and bring it all back in that movie? Do you, I mean, you're, you're understanding that universe that, that that's going to oh. come back in that in the movie, so you want to see that now, too. Yeah, yeah, you're going to see the conclusion in that movie. Yeah, absolutely. Got to be built absolutely. up on that one. Yep. yep. Well, did everybody stay through the credits? I did. Yep. Got to stay yes. through the credits yeah, through a Marvel movie. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> all right, so uh, Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson. Awesome. Yep. 
Uh, I, I can always use more of him during any movie, but I think he'll be more in the next movie. But anyway, of course, you know, he's a, as he's disintegrating, mother, you know, and yeah, that's pretty wow. cool. Yeah. But, <laughs> I don't uh, have to see it. I right. Have to see it. <laughs> you you don't it. realize what's happening until actually he drops the, the, the pager. Yeah. It's a pager. It's a souped up pager. Yeah, yeah, and it's not a cell phone. It's not, it's not a, um, you know, social media. It's a pager. So, you know, he's saying sending, 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 sent. And then what do you see? Captain Marvel. Yep, yep. Um, so, you know that that's bringing that back around, of course, to add into the next movie. And, of course, there's a movie franchise as well. Yeah, because her movie comes out in March. So, she'll have a movie in March before the last Avengers movie. Um, and it'll be based in the 90s. If you've seen, like, that's. Set- yeah, the pager. Think yeah. about that. Exactly. So if you've seen set photos, it shows Samuel Jackson, Nick Fury with hair. He still uh, has it. He still has both eyes. You know. Nice. So yeah. So I'm excited to see where they go with that. I tell you one thing I did not like about this movie. Uh oh. I did not like what they did with the Hulk. I understand the reason why because the the uh, the uh, uh, the Russo brothers have explained why they did what they're doing. This big misconception with the people that saw the film, but I didn't like that the Hulk was not really. In much of the movie, it actually, just wasn't in it at all. Besides the beginning, I need you to explain this Russo thing. So, okay, so for everybody that saw the movie, most of the people that came away thought that Thanos beat the crap out of him, and my man was just like, "I ain't coming back out." Right, like, actually, yeah, that's what Facebook told. Right, me. Yeah. Like, you know, they have a bunch of memes of Hawk looking like a punk on yeah. Facebook, so it's just yeah. like, you know, that was my, my, you know, that was that was my, yeah. you know, well, view. yeah. In the beginning, it was basically Hawk slamming Andre, and it was a, the biggest body slam in the world, yeah. and then that's the last time you saw Hawk, and then you just saw, you know, the the banner. Yeah, uh, pretty much. So, yeah, by yeah. the way, very well played yeah. by. Uh, I'm losing his name, the banner. Oh my god, Mark Ruffalo. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Very well played. <laughs> very different. Uh, not the um, not the energetic, uh, very smart kind of banner. You know, the scientist. It was yeah. kind of more like a more laid back version. Um, but anyway, go on. Explain yeah. this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thanos was Braun Strowman out there because he gave him those. Oh my hands, god, he, he gave that hands. Yeah. 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 So, so, all right, so the Russo, so everybody walked away thinking that, you know, Hawk was scared. And that's the only conclusion I feel like that you can come to after what just happened, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the Russo brothers actually said that what they were trying to do was further the storyline from Thor Ragnarok, and which, if you guys remember, uh, Banner said that, you know, if I become the Hawk again, uh, I might not be, I might not be able to turn back to Bruce, right. right? So, but when the final battle came at Thor Ragnarok, what happened? Like, he turn himself into the Hulk, right? right. So, so the idea that the Russo brothers was going with is that Bruce Banner and the Hulk, they really hate each other. And Hulk, like, if you remember, there were two points where Hulk told Thor, like, oh, you're Banner's friend. And Thor was like, no, I don't even like Banner. He's all in the numbers and stuff, right? <laughs> and then if you remember, there was a part where um, where Banner was talking to Thor. He's like, oh, you just want me to turn into the Hulk? And then he's like, no, I don't even like the Hulk. So the point is, is that, <laughs> the point is, is that Hulk and Banner don't like each other, right? So... They thought that what they were doing was that they were going to show that Hulk didn't want to come out to help Banner anymore. And he was like pretty much just being like, you know, like you only want me to come out when there's something bad going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so since he turned back into Banner, he just refused to help Banner. He's like, you're just going to have to do it on your own. You know, he's like, it's like this feud that they, you know, they, they can't get along. You know, and so that's the idea behind it. It wasn't that the Hulk was scared or anything or that he got beat up too bad. Um, it was just that. But was, general perception, though, that's what it is, though. You know, yeah, you and can't, right? Can't you, that all of that backstory needs right. to be explained somewhere? Yeah, that's would, th- right. That's saying? a problem. And and the thing is, is like you could have even explained it in one line. Like you could have just had Banner tell Tony Stark, like you know, like 
Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. But you could have wrote a line in there that would have alluded to the fact that like this is a personal problem. Like the Hulk is just trying not to help. Right. Not that. All right. It's like you see him get beat up, and then all of a sudden he can't change. He's like, no, and you're just like, oh, he's scared. Right. It's like you know. So I think the Russos dropped the ball on that a bit. Made Hulk look weak when that wasn't really their plan. But I really enjoyed. I, I know it's kind of odd and interesting. I enjoyed the Hulk. I'm, Hulk's one of my favorite characters of all time. But and it depends on how it's played and who plays him, of course. But I loved the fact that there was that internal struggle, and, and but Hulk not coming back out for the major final battle. Uh, I, I believe we'll see, you know, the Hulk in the next movie probably. Um, there is going to be some kind of resolution, whether it's it's Hulk completely and there's no more Bruce Banner, or um, you know whatever's going to. I love the Hulk, but uh, the one thing, the last time when you said, "Okay, Hulk, you know you love to make a last minute entrance." Well, this is really the last minute, so you really knew that this was the, the high spot of the match. This is this is the deal right here. This is the finish. So. He kept trying, kept trying, and he was like, what do you mean no? Like, he was saying, what do you mean no? But, yeah, it could have been explained a little bit more. Hopefully it is that because the Hulk is not a, not a bitch. You know what I'm no, saying? No, yeah. Hulk's exactly. not a bitch. Right, yeah. <laughs> and because the idea behind the Hulk is that even if he gets beat up, he just gets angrier and stronger. Right. And that's you Can't. Know, that's his character, right? right. So, um, but I think they'll flesh that out in the next Avengers, especially yeah. now that they know how everybody perceived it. You know, they're definitely going to make an effort to have make to. that clear. Right. That he wasn't like scared. So. What do you think about the Hulk and uh, any of these other characters that uh, you know got over in this movie, or you know the, the internal struggles? What do you think? Yeah, I was kind of hoping the Hulk kind of just busted through the Hulkbuster Iron yeah. Man uniform. That would have been yeah. cool. Like, that, that thing yeah. just exploded. I was I was hoping it was going to happen because it, yeah. was, it was that big Iron Man uniform. So well, yeah, you can buy the toy of that. They made toys before oh, the movie yeah. came out. You where, serious? Yeah, there's a toy with the Hulk busting out, but you know obviously it's just false. Like it never happened in that movie. But they make those toys before anything goes into production. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. So Mason, you're taking all this in. You're going to watch the movie now. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys, um, like I said, no one's ruining it for me. All the stuff I'm hearing is great. I'm like, well, maybe I can sit down and watch this. I'm like, I got to see all this. Yeah. Everything that's being talked about, I have to see it. There, so was a, more. there was a complaint about they felt like uh, it wasn't enough Black Panther in the film. Um, <laughs> if you want Black Panther, watch Black Panther. Right. Yeah, you can. You so, need, yeah. This cast was so big. Was yeah. So many huge names and so many universes together and I think they even left a few out. There was a lot of deleted yeah. stuff that they didn't even put on. Yeah. The screenwriters also said that the reason that they didn't include them is because they wrote this movie before Black Panther came out. So they were like, at that time, they had no idea how big, it big would be. of you know a, a movie this would be and like how big the character would become. You know, so, but um, I, you can probably, you're going to, well, I can't say you're going to expect to see a lot of him in the second one because my man gone. But for right uh, now, see, he's one of the ones gone. Sequel. Yeah, Black Panther 2. So that, that's something when I was watching it and I was watching it in the theater, of course, and uh, when the Black Panther scene, the first one started and it was just the, the, <clears throat> the little teaser scene, for it got a pop. Like, everybody cheered when it was like, oh, shit, this is happening right now. Yeah. And that was the only one that really got a pop. Although... Uh, when the Guardians of the Galaxy um, met up with some of the other characters. I got to pop on a different one. And when I went to see it in the theaters, everybody popped at the moment that Steve Rogers was in the shadows. You remember? <laughs> and, they, and they threw the spear at him and he caught it. And then he like, kind of came out. Like, mm -hmm. the theater went crazy when Captain America showed up. So, mm -hmm. that's kind of funny. I'll say I, yeah. I got the pop, but not as big of a pop as I got. Now, I guess it's where you see the movie and, and what crowd you see it in. But uh, I got the pop there, too. But uh, it... I don't know. Everybody was in this movie. Two and a half hours. It was didn't seem like two and a half hours. 
it was it flew uh, by. Yeah, yeah it really man. did. Yeah, it did by. not drag. I will say that one and more. Yeah. And, and yeah, Thanos. Uh, that was a a lot. You know, great play by Josh Brolin. Man, he was a guy from the Goonies. Man, remember the Goonies? <laughs> I did not know. Cable, that. right? He is Cable. He, he is Cable in the Deadpool, Deadpool movie. Deadpool, yeah. yeah. And Deadpool two coming out soon too. Yeah, I think next week. Oh man, I, w- I want to see that too. I gotta go back and watch the first one. Deadpool is uh, the an- totally anti superhero movie. <laughs> it's fantastic though. Good movie. Uh, but anyway, a lot of fun. Made a lot of money. Still making money. Really? Um, biggest cast ever. That's, that's the greatest Royal Rumble event of Avengers movies because you got too many people. Uh, it makes me want Batista to come back to the WWE because my man Batista can play that role of Drax forever. I mean, that's perfect yeah, man, for him. That, yeah, that Drax works out for him, man. It's yeah, so good, good, man. He, he's so good and so sarcastic, and he's got – it just works, man. It works. Uh, all good stuff. Um I don't know. Rate uh, five stars. Give me Avengers. Big ugly. I'm gonna go to four. Okay. Yeah, four. Mason Walls, just what you're thinking and hearing. What are you thinking right now? You think it's gonna be up to a, up to your standards? Four or five? Yeah, I, I can getting give up like there. Four. Yeah, I can give it like without seeing it and uh, based off everything you guys were saying, I can say four. Now, are you a big fan of the Marvel series, Mason? Um, I. Or are you just kind of in and out? I, I'm in and out. Okay. His thing, like I, you know, we were talking about um um, what's what's uh what. I forget his name already. Um, we were talking about Spider Man earlier, yes. the original, you know, uh, Tobey Maguire. Maguire. Tobey Maguire, you know what I'm saying? So we were talking about him earlier, and it's just like I've always been a Spider Man fan. I always watched the animated series when I was younger or whatnot. So like, you know, I have some you know yeah. interest of that. I used to watch X Men and stuff like that. So you know, I, I have interest. But you know, as far as like the Avengers altogether, I never really got. I'm not gonna say I didn't have a chance. I just never really like put myself there to get into it. Like right. I never like, oh, let me go see the Avengers. You know what I mean? Like I never. Just did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess I've probably been too busy with wrestling, probably. Well, you know, that's a commitment right there. You know, you should be passionate about that. We understand this. I will say that I'm ready for the superhero uh, craze to die out. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like we're in that phase of life. You remember back in the, what was it, like the 50s with the Westerns? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you remember how Westerns were just huge for like decades. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's what we've been in for like almost like two decades now with these superhero movies. So I am ready for us to like progress a little bit from this, get back to some more original content. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah. Jamie Jason, how but about I you? Digress. Star rating? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a decimal. Okay. 4.75. De- there you go. All right. Yeah. So why not total five? Yeah. What keeps you away there from the five? There were a few scenes on the other planets, even though I enjoyed them, they were just a little too dark. Like there was just, there was like a half hour in the movie in the middle that was just completely dark. And okay. I just wanted a little bit brighter. I wanted some of the planets okay. to be a little brighter. So that's so, all. That's, that's, I, I so can the see light, where you're Yeah. <laughs> that's all. The, uh, the DP. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I give it a four. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm not a as much of a superhero mark. Uh, I still have, um, you know, my my affinity for DC. I still like Superman and Batman. <laughs> Sorry, I grew up on that stuff, man. All right, yeah, good luck. You know what I'm saying? It's just I, I I enjoyed watching every you know machination of the Superman movie, whatever it was. Nobody's Christopher Reeve. Nobody ever will be. Uh, Batman. Brandon Roth was pretty close. He did a good job. Uh, you know, that was kind of like his one-hit wonder. He did a good job, and that movie was uh, more money spent on that movie than almost Titanic, almost. Yeah. And uh, didn't do very well, but he did a good job yeah. playing that role. Um, and the Batmans, you know, Michael Keaton, way back when, right. yeah. um, in the original Batman movie. Yeah, you got your Clooney's, you got your Kilmer's, you know, whatever. But uh, <laughs> Ca- Casting is what kills DC. Movies. Yeah, you're right. They, they have a very hard time with casting. You're right. Um, and I nobody like can live up to the roles that uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And, and I mean, it even started killing him early. I mean, if you the thing about Keaton was perfect for Batman. Everybody right. liked Keaton. Then it moved on to uh, Kilmer. Right. And everybody was like, okay. Then it went to Clooney, and it was like, all right, we got to stop. Know you know this. what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Then they picked it back up with Christian Bale, and it was like, okay, we're good. I can dig the Christian Bale yeah, with the Batman. But, yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, Cassie, even, even Henry Cavill is Superman. Like, he's not that great of an actor. He's kind of dry. <laughs> And Superman's already a dry character, so yeah. it's like you dry on top of dry. <laughs> right, exactly, it's too much, man. Yeah. It's like John Cena. Right. Oh, oh my god! My yeah, I couldn't see that coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, hey, man, uh, this is this has been a great conversation. I know we're gonna uh, start taking it home, you know, to go home soon. Uh, it, it's gonna be great. We got the fiftieth coming, wrapping it up. That's a big ugly's giving me the finger, and not that, not the middle finger. Uh, <laughs> that's Austin finger. Good, that's Austin finger, right? Oh yeah. By the way, go back and watch WWE Network for Camp WWE. They got some new uh, adult themed episodes for the cartoon on there for the network. Watch it. Um, they got some new table for threes. They got the Edge and Christian show, Reeking of Awesomeness, coming out with season two. Ride alongs. Uh, watch the network. Good stuff. Um, it's been a pleasure speaking to you all today. Uh, it's been great having you. Can't wait for the 50th podcast. We've talked about that enough. Uh, be on it. Call in it. That's going to be great. Um, and Jamie Jason, uh, what do you have for us as we wrap up here uh, with this Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast? Uh, thanks for having me again. Of course. Oh, good news. I signed up for Twitter, finally. After all oh, these years, so, that's good. Yeah, Jamie Jason 77. So. Ah, Jamie Jason 77. Follow him. Yeah. Is it J-A-M-M-I-N? I N I N no, no G. G no G no G get the G out that's yep, what they get say. the G out WWE yeah. got get the F out all right so. Jam and Jason seven to seven on Twitter follow him yeah because uh, we're gonna be posting stuff up on here and tagging him as well and uh, Mason Walls uh, we appreciate you how was your first live experience here at the mansion oh I, I'm just humbled to be here you know like you guys are all great Jam and Jason Mike Mikey D Big Ugly. I'm glad to be here, you know, and okay. I'll definitely uh, do it again. So this was a wonderful experience as far as, like, being here live versus uh, over the phone. Like, over the phone is cool, mm -hmm. but this right here, you can't be authenticity. So That's right. You know, and then I got to see the mansion, you know? You did. Uh, you know, a lot got of to good, see a few rooms A here. lot of great stuff to see here. A lot <laughs> of great stuff. Come here, please. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, only when you're invited. Let me know first. Uh, you know, when people show up at my door, I don't usually answer it unless I know you're coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> but because uh, it gotta keep secure, tight at the mansion. You know what I'm oh, saying? I understand. There's a lot of you know, yeah. a lot of product in here. You know, a lot of product. You know, but, a couple uh, of money in the banks. There may be some money <laughs> in that bank. So you yeah, know, I don't know. That that's an empty briefcase. It's <laughs> <laughs> just for sure. It ain't nothing in there. <laughs> Although I cash it in sometime. You never know. You never know. Um, but uh, big ugly. It's been a good conversation. Wouldn't you say? Absolutely. So are you ready for the 50th episode? I am, man. We're going to have a good time. We are. Yeah. No uh, specific information that we're going to talk about. I mean, there's no pay. You know, We got Money in the Bank coming up in June, like 17th, so we got plenty of time before that. This is really going to be a cluster. It's going to be a cluster. <laughs> I, I don't know if we gonna, we're going to be able to put the PG or the PG-13 rating on it because we're going to have language going from all over the place. Oh, wow. We're going to have people talking over people. We're going to have the Yeti <laughs> taking uh, voices from everywhere in the mansion. We're going to have phone calls. We're going to have people on Facebook Live. Um, it, it's going to be incredible. I'm going to have a lot of uh, bottled water from Deer Park here uh, for people to bring that over. 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, once it gets 4 p.m., it's probably going to start getting a little crazy, so we're going to have to stop. <laughs> we're going to have to cut it off, give it a high sign, because uh, we can't go too long. But it's going to be fun. I, Big Ugly, we've been doing this for over two years. Yep. And 49 episodes. And, uh, again, all the guests, past guests, please. So thank you for following us and liking us and subscribing to us and sharing us, commenting, tweeting, Instagramming, Facebooking. We appreciate everybody, man. We just do. So why don't we just uh, go home? 
Let's go. No, okay. <laughs> oh, we'll just take it home like we always do. We'll just count backwards from three. Three, two, one. Deuces. Deuces. We're out. <laughs>